Greetings! Welcome to Act Natural, the D&D podcast where players from across the world explore two sister campaigns set in the same homebrew world. This week's episode features the wild cards. To get the latest updates, find us on Facebook with our name Act Natural, or follow us on Twitter at actnatural underscore D&D. Now, on to the show. Last time on the Wild Cards, the party was waking from a long rest after investigating the Scarecrow for Eric the Farmer. After a brief conversation and getting the farmer to sign for the completion of the deed, the group headed back to Dunalin for the Midsummer Festival. On the way, they discussed their next steps and the continued hunt for Ginny's missing prizes. Once back in town, the group split to accomplish different tasks. Alexander, Jacques, and Vesper went to speak with Ginny, while Liberté and Taz went and told Lieutenant Carver the good news. Ginny, to the party's chagrin, did not seem interested in recovering the jewelry any longer, and Jacques shook down a halfling family after using the locate object spell. A young girl seemed to have been wearing a wooden necklace, but the father was extremely defensive. Liberté and Taz were much more successful, weaving an elaborate tale and earning a bonus for their efforts. After this, the party took care of some errands, the tailors, going to the trading post, and alchemical infusions, before deciding to enjoy the festival. Foods were eaten, music was heard. Not wanting to see the sights, Jacques went back to the hungry halfling to drink for the remainder of the day and into the night. The remainder of the group raced through a hedge maze, during which Alexander pulled a magic card and was forced to rhyme each time he spoke. Taz eventually won the race, while Alexander gave up only 20 feet from the exit, and Vesper became hopelessly lost several times. Afterwards, the group headed back towards the dancing stage to watch the contest Alexander had entered. And that is where we pick up. So you all are beginning to watch the dancing contest. Is anybody doing anything right before it starts? Uh, so where, where are the where are the, the rest of us? If He's the only one in the dance contest, right? Correct. Alexander is kind of backstage hanging out with some of the other contestants. You all are milling around. There's some chairs, some benches, but there's a lot of people just standing. There's probably a crowd of 35 watching. Oh, okay. 35. And where are the um, where are the judges? How many judges? You see a few halflings sitting up on what looks to be a raised bench. There look to be three of them. There looks to be one elderly halfling and then two younger female halflings. And the elderly halfling is a male. Okay. Uh, and there, is there seating or is everybody standing to watch? It's varying. Some are standing. There's a majority standing, but it's only because there's only a few chairs and benches. Okay. So, Liberté, do you, while we're waiting, do you want me to try 
identifying one of those tonics, potions. Sure, how long will it take? Ten minutes. We have ten minutes before it starts, Jeff. I don't really care about other competitors. Only Alexander. Oh. Okay, sure, that'd be great. Okay. Taz, you set down your book and begin casting Identify. As everyone is watching, there seems to be a middle-aged halfling step up to the front of the stage. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the dancing competition. And he, you see him, he is in a fairly well-dressed shirt, almost like a, like a suit, but it is cartoonish. Extravagant for a reason. It's meant to be ostentatious. We are now going to begin our contest. We shall be starting with the individuals in the first round. If you should need anything, my name is Vernon. Simply come over and catch me. I'll be over here by the judges. I will be your master of ceremonies. And he walks off towards the judges. Afterwards, a troop of individuals, one by one, begin to parade around. First few seem to do all right. Not many of you have seen too many different types of dancing, so some of them are doing your more traditional classical, some are just making exaggerated dance moves, some are doing interpretive dance, which is interesting. Alexander, you wait for probably a good five minutes or so. There's about three individuals that go in front of you before your turn does eventually come up. And your name is called... Uh, next in the list is a Mr. Alexander. And there's a round of applause as you get up on the stage. Ah! Woo. <laughs> um, okay, so he will... Oh, man. I was like, oh, I'm going to use my cat. I don't have my cat. Um, cool. Uh, he will... Just reminiscent of the night before, he will start just moonwalking onto the stage. And, um... See, this is hard because I really don't know very many dance moves in real life. So, I, I know about, like, six. So... Uh, we're just gonna run through them. <laughs> you know, like the different styles, maybe? <sighs> Man. Yeah, no, I think you just go full Michael Jackson on it, to be honest. Like, though, I don't think that it'd be relevant to talking here, because it doesn't sound like a whole performance thing. Um, you'd think I would have had more time to prep for this. So, yeah, he, he'll, he'll moonwalk onto the stage. And he will, um, yeah, dancing is hard. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's like a band playing, right? Yes, there is a band who plays in the background as the performers get 
ready to go. So, Alexander, if you had wanted them to play a particular style of music, you could inform them to do so. Or if you do not, they would just play, you know, your generic upbeat tavern music. Um, they... I think you'll have the music sort of swell up as he enters, and then he will pull out his, um, his instrument and start sort of harmonizing with the music while doing a lot of sort of fancy footwork, you know, side to side and a bit of an Irish jig thing going on, and, um, then he will bring the, the music to, to a, a crescendo and he will slide down and finish it off with, you know, a, a break dancing pose, you know, when you're lying on your side. All right. Dancing is hard. <laughs> Go ahead and make an initial performance check to see how the beginning parts of your dance start out. Sure. It's not, it's not dancing that's hard, it's imaginary dancing. Oh! Yeah, that's a natural one. <laughs> All right. Oh. So you start to moonwalk out onto the stage. <laughs> and as soon as you do go to do the high uh, trill, you actually trip backwards over your own feet and just splail onto your back. Oh, the entire crowd starts jeering and laughing. So Can I try and play it off into breakdancing? for a performance check under that one i mean i know it's a natural one but i'm gonna say no with the natural one but you but you can get up and then move into your second section all right we will we'll give it a shot okay so you you stand up kind of give the crowd a little wink trying to win them back go ahead and make another performance check to go into your river dam he couldn't turn it into another move because he got the wind knocked out of him that's better <laughs> So we got 22. And after you get back up, you, you've stumbled a few times in your performances. You've been performing for a long time. It happens. And you are able to confidently just move on, forget about what just happened. And surprisingly, the crowd starts to pick you back up a little bit. They are a little bit impressed with how you are able to come back from such a quick folly. And you begin to... Left, right, backwards, forwards, arms on your hips, smiling wide. You pull out your instrument and begin to play. And they really get in, into that duality as it was not expected. The entrance was for a halfling, so I just, yeah, I biffed it. That's fine. All right, go ahead and roll one more performance check to try to finish off with your breakdancing pose. Yeah, 18. <laughs> Easily enough, you move quickly left right and move downstage towards the audience and do a spin and deftly lay on your side instrument in one hand and a bow in the other big smile legs crossed and everyone gives you a big standing round of applause didn't start off well but they seem to like it towards the end naturally <laughs> all right I was using thaumaturgy to boost the sound of my applause to make it sound louder. Okay. Really get the applause meter. Yeah. <laughs> the judges confer 
and they give you a nod, Alexander. They seem to have taken your performance. You walk off the stage, and a couple more individuals come on. Now, there is a wide variety of individuals competing. There are some humans, a couple half-elves. There seems to, does seem to be a, a variety of individuals. A variety of ages as well. There's a couple of older individuals who seem to just kind of relish being able to move in front of individuals and a couple of teenagers who aren't being put into the kids section who seem rather shy and sheepish, but they go on all the same. So do we recognize any of the judges? Make a perception check. Low perception. I, I rolled an eight. Okay. You look over and glance at the three halfling individuals who are judging, and you don't recognize any, unfortunately. Eventually, the individual groups finish. Vernon comes back out and looks over all of you. Well, well, I think that was a very, very, very good first round, everybody. He looks over to the judges and the judges confer and they eliminate a number of individuals to not move on to the next round. Alexander, you do make it to the next round. Your second and third acts were a little stronger and carried you through. Uh, Now we gotta do it all again. (laughs) Curse my performance ability. So, Josh, would the identify spell now be complete? I will say, sure. It's been long enough. So, you identify the blue tonic. This is the tonic of arcane recovery. And it does work. However, it is a health tonic and not a completed potion. So, when you drink the tonic, you roll a constitution save. DC 14. If you pass, you roll a D4 and regain that level of spell slots. So, one-fourth level, or, you know, four ones, however you want to break it up. If you fail the con save, you are poisoned until your next long rest. Did you say what the uh, the save was? Because if you said a number, I didn't hear it. The DC is 14. 14, okay. I didn't hear the number. Okay. Good to know. Good, good job, Tess. Thank you. So it's still of value. He's not trying to, I guess con anybody, although would have been nice to have heard from him directly that there is a chance of it poisoning you and a chance of it failing you. I don't know what you want to do about that. And I hand the tonic back to Liberté. Right now, Alexander is like in one of those uh, television shows, like the 
Dancing with the Stars, where they're like eliminated each round. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm doing the interview in front of the camera. I'm like, these guys got nothing on me. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rhyming, of course. No, you take damage for that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta take damage to be smug sometimes. That's just life. In between the rounds, Vernon comes up. And I wouldn't be remiss if I didn't fail to mention that our event here today is sponsored by the Crazed Carver. Unfortunately, our purveyor is not here, but she would be welcome any business for the sponsorship and all the hard work that was put in to this, this stage here. And there's a small round of applause. Crazy Carver, you said? Crazed Carver? Correct. Crazed Carver. It's spelled like Carver, like how Carver's actually spelled, right? I don't know how else you'd spell Carver. Okay. <laughs> After our lieutenant, you never know. The lieutenant is spelled that way. Yep. that you would know that with him saying it. Correct, I wouldn't. <laughs> Just C letters. I, I like I like it better he says that. How do you spell that? <laughs> with a K. <laughs> so, with your spell finished and the first round complete, the individual groups start going back through. The little ones go through teenagers, and eventually the young adults come through. Alexander, it is your turn to perform again. Alright. You walk up onto the stage. What are you doing? Alright. So, this time. Alright. Um. Okay. So, I, well, after all the success that I had with it the last night, um, before going onto the stage, I'll go for a little bit of a, a bit of a run, and uh, when I hit the stage, I'll go for a running slide, trying to land in the middle of the stage best I can. Um, and then when I get up, I guess I'll just go straight for the the iconic uh, floss from that is familiar in Fortnite, just go straight for it and as aggressively as possible. Oh no. All I can find on Google, because thank you, <laughs> Dance Moves on Google. Sponsored. Um, <laughs> um, and yeah, no, he'll just do that the whole round and... <laughs> Alright. That's, yeah, I'm committing to it, let's do it. Just going on his pure charisma. <laughs> Go ahead and make your first performance check. Yep. Alright, 17 for, for the start. That's not bad. Alright, you run out. Your slide is pretty good. It scrapes up your knees a little bit because it's wood and splinters. So there's a few splinters in your knee, but you're doing alright. You slide out and you are able to stand up and begin to go into your dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want disadvantage on this one because I'm doing the same move or just go straight for the 
the standard performance check. It's a standard performance check, but you're going to be doing it for a while, so... I don't personally agree with it, that's why I was asking that it's more like him up with 26! <laughs> <laughs> the people of Dunalin have never seen this dance move before. So as, as you go into the floss, arms flailing, hips wiggling from one side to the other, you do the floss for probably three minutes. And yep. it is simple, yet mesmerizing. And their eyes are wide, jaws drop, and they just watch. I don't mess up once. There, there are no mistakes. It's perfect the entire way through, and as soon as you stop, you give a quick arms out bow, and then look up with a smile, and everyone starts cheering, yeah! clapping and going wild. <laughs> yeah. You and your party look around, and there seem to be a couple little halfling children starting to do the dance. Oh, what have I done? Oh my god! I love them! <laughs> <laughs> They're not doing too well. They're almost falling over, but they're trying to imitate it. Six years. <laughs> Starting a movement. Oh no. This dance. dancing all throughout this campaign now. You get to name it though. Yeah, I know. One day. <laughs> Alexander, you walk off the stage, and a couple of other individuals come up after you. You get the sense that there are currently five individuals in this semi-final round. Once everybody finishes for all the groups, Vernon comes back. Well, well, I think that was a rather successful semi-final. Let's see what our judges have to say. And the three judges point to you and one little halfling who is probably mid-twenties. Long brown hair that almost goes past her waist. And you can see that she has used her hair throughout her performances so far. And she seems to be a local favorite. She's gotten a lot of applause during all of her dances. So that is who you are going up against in the final. Oh no. <laughs> and once all of the younger groups are through, instead of waiting for the end this time, after each group, they do pick a winner, and the crowd cheers, and the winner for the little kids is given what looks to be a hastily made medal. From here, you're not really sure what it is, but that's what it looks like for the younger kids, and as they get into the teenagers, they do start to earn small amounts of pocket change and coin. And eventually it comes to your group. The Halfling individual is going before you. Mm -hmm. So I'm actually going to roll several d20s for her to see how well she does. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> so. All right, it's going to pick it up at the finish. So she starts off really well. She actually runs out similar to how you did but then gives a quick finger wag and just goes straight into a split and goes up to the sky, jumps up and goes into, it's not the worm, but she's on her stomach, on her back, just 
all over the place, hair flying. The tight braid that her hair is in, it's actually starting to come loose, and she doesn't realize it. And when she goes into the last section of her dance, that's what throws her off. She goes to, like, whip her hair around, and it comes out and just, poof, just comes all out, and she gets discombobulated, almost falls, but she saves it a little bit and gives wide jazz hands at the end, and she's breathing heavy as she walks off, and there's a rather large round of applause. Okay, so, um, I'm off stage a little bit, and I'm seeing that she's just sort of, like, starting to blow me out of the water for, for her performance, so I'm going to inspire myself. Um, having a rhyme is really hard. Uh, can you inspire yourself? Oh, can I? No, I can't. Right. Okay. No, you're right. I, that's a later thing. I can't do that yet. Never mind. Carry on. I cannot inspire myself. You can still choose your music setting, so if you wished to dance to a certain type of music, you could still speak with the band before starting. Uh, yep, okay. So, um, I, yeah, I'll speak to the band, and I will give them the basic rundown for the set of movements for, um, uh, single ladies by Beyonce, um, and I will step out and I'll just go into, uh, and I will just sort of prance out onto the stage and I'll go into into that famous dance movement right there. How many guard or how many judges did you say there are? There are three. Three. Okay. All right. Thank you. That is my choice. I'm locking it in. I'll take several hits of damage for that as well, because I want to really explain it, and I don't think you can rhyme going into explaining how music works, because that's confusing. Okay. Makes it easier. <laughs> I'll say you do that over four sentences, so go ahead and roll 2d4. Yep, that's fair. Ow, seven damage. <laughs> as you're explaining it, you just start wincing more and more as that pounding headache is just getting worse. You take seven psychic damage. Oh. <laughs> so, all of you guys, as you see Alexander start to get back on stage after speaking with the band, the leader of the band kind of gives him an odd look, but nods all the same. Alexander's looking a little worse for wear at the moment. He doesn't look too happy. Got a little bit of a pained expression. And the band starts up Single Ladies by Beyonce. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My jam. You go into the entire dance of Single Ladies. So let's go ahead and do two verses and a chorus. I'm not singing it. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> For your dancing, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right, so right, you're right, gonna make right. go ahead and make three performance checks, and we'll see how well you do. Twenty-two. Starts off pretty well. Oh, eleven. In the middle, you fall off a little bit. Yeah. And then into twenty-five. Oh my. 
Where's the fan artist when you need him? You go into the entire dance and pushing through the pain is something that you are familiar with. So you start off fairly well, but towards the middle of the dance, it starts to get to you a little bit. Oh, you're, you're feeling tired, but you start to pound through in the second half, dancing, shaking your arms, going all around the stage, and eventually you stop arms wide and take a bow, and everybody jumps up and claps and cheers. The judges look around and start to deliberate. Did you see my DM? Yes, I did. I'm trying to get to it. That's fine. Liberté, you specifically hear the judges deliberating. One of them seems adamant that Alexander should win. Full on, he is going to protest if Alexander doesn't win. And the other two are a little taken aback by this sudden outburst by the elderly halfling. Apparently he is enraptured with the single ladies dance. Yeah, see? Aren't we all though? Like, let's be honest. Is it the dance or is it the dancer? You aren't sure. However, <laughs> eventually they calm him down and begin to talk in hushed whispers. Alexander, they bring both you and the female halfling back onto the stage. And Vernon comes over. Oh, a winner! Judges, has it been decided? And the elderly halfling is the one who stands up and immediately, vehemently points to you, Alexander. And you put your arms up and everyone starts clapping. Yeah. Woo! The female halfling, she looks a little downtrodden, but turns and shakes your hand. Talking is... Uh, I'm really trying. Um, oh, right. Yeah. Nothing that rhymes with the words that I'm thinking. Um, see, this is why it's hard to do this early in the morning for me. Because uh, you got to think, and I, I'm not good at that. Uh, so... No, nah, I'm just going to jump the opportunity. I'm just going to shake her hand, look down, you know, just give her a wink. She looks up at you and kind of gives you a little bit of a smile. Gives you a quick pat on the ass as she walks away. Oh, yeah. All right. You go over Alexander and collect from the judges. You earn a total of seven gold and 13 silver. Wow. Uh, how many silver was that, sorry? 13. Yep. Fantastic. Um... Feels good to be the winner. As you walk down, step down from the, the judges, they all shake your hand. There are several individuals who walk up and give you a quick pat on the back. Want to shake your hand. Now, it, I, I hate to sound like this guy, but if they go to pat me on the back, that's not really a pat on the back, is it? It's like a pat on the back of the leg, because they're halflings. Like, Lower <laughs> back. They'll the work for it, but... You know, they could all just be hitting on me, I don't know. Like, on their tiptoes, trying to get your higher back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'd say that's important. And as you, as you walk by, a couple of little halfling kids say, Mr. Mr., could you show us the dance again? Could you do it? 
and they, they try to do it and are failing. I think you'll you'll find that uh, my skills are, are expired because you, for you see, after all that dancing, I am pretty tired. So. They look a little disappointed. As the competition ends, the crowd begins to disperse and go off into other activities. You all see as this first group is leaving, another group is coming in. So it appears that the group competition was slated to start at a later time. So another group of individuals is coming in to watch and perform. Around now, I will say it is between five and six. So it's dinner time and smells really good. You guys are starting to get hungry. What would you all like to do? Food sound good? Oh, uh, so what time is it? He said it was between five and six. Okay, so yeah, we have time for a little bit of food and then Vesper and I were going to go talk to Arjan. I think Alexander is coming too, correct? Uh, yeah, he would join you guys, but I also do have the performance that I have to do at the tavern. Right. Ooh, right. That starts at like 9 though, right? Not too long, yeah. Sometime between 7 and 9 is when you assume that you will be asked to perform. You haven't checked in at the Hungry Halfling yet today. Um... Also, uh, Alexander will walk up to to Vespa um, once we're sort of out of out of eye shot of anyone that's like watching me, and he, he'll fall on on his knees and he'll say, "Please, you got to help me. I'm kneeling. I just need you to spare me some healing." <laughs> are Are you hurt? Did you speak? Not rhyming. He'll nod. <laughs> so trying to make me talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> I'm just gonna, like, lightly slap him on the cheeks and give him ten points. I don't know how much you need, but... Ah, uh, that's, that's a relief. Ten points of healing. Thank you very much. I was at less than half HP, and it was pretty scary. <laughs> not even in combat. <laughs> this is not the way I'm going to go. Okay, I would recommend that you don't speak, maybe, for the rest of the night. Because it seems like you're bad at rhyming. Uh, see, it's as natural as I walk. Sometimes you just gotta talk. It was, it was pretty good. No, no pain. Just... <laughs> No pain, no gain. Does that count? <laughs> that's a, that's a rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it wasn't a full sentence. So I'm fairly certain that is the most technically correct couplet he said because couplets are technically said in the same pace as well as rhyming. Yeah. See, well, you know, you get one or you or you get you get the other. This is hard, and I hope someone else has to deal with this at some point and feel my pain. But that's fine. <laughs> All right. It is dinner time. There are still people around. Well, while, while they were while they were doing that, I was talking to Taz. All right, go for it. Um, you know, Taz, uh, I had to help him out a little bit there. Help him from how? 
I was concerned that we were going to lose, and so I cast suggestion on the judges. All of them? Two of them. Oh my. I think it only stuck on one, but uh, he was pretty dead set on Alexander winning. Well, you do realize that if we lost, we 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 don't like get hurt or die or anything. It's not a big deal to lose. Uh, no, we had to win. Okay. Um. Yeah, maybe someday you can teach me how to do that. Uh, but not now. But it was good thinking, as so long as you don't get caught, and nobody seemed to have picked it up, so good job. Yes, well, thank you. Now let's go and get some dinner. Alexander pays since he's the winner. I agree with that. <laughs> Pretty good. Oh, you think you're being funny? Think you get to go and spend my money? Alright, if you don't want to pay, just tell us so. Just say, I don't want to pay. Okay, I will pay. <laughs> okay, I will pay. <laughs> I don't know if that class is a rhyme, but we're going to take it, so... Off to the hungry halfling. Alright, you all head off to the hungry halfling. You pass a number of individuals, some stalls. Some guards are out and about, keeping the peace. Eventually, you all make it into the Hungry Halfling. As we pass the guards, I just kind of give them, like, a sort of a glare. A shifty stare at them. Okay. Do you look at their cloaks to see if any are torn? I can. I'll do that. Make a perception check. I doubt I'm going straight to jail. <laughs> Perception. Yeah, they are a little moving a little too quick for you, unfortunately. Got a six. They ask me to look for things, guys. You enter the hungry halfling. And it is packed in here. It is a near full house. There's actually people standing around as there aren't enough chairs. Um, are there any carvers in here? There are. You see two sitting at a table as you walk in. Okay. What what are they What are they doing? Are they eating, drinking, both? They look to have mugs in front of them. Make a perception check. Three for a total of four. <laughs> yeah, you you just noticed them. That's all. Okay, I want to walk up to them. Okay, go for it. Gentlemen, gentlemen, how are you doing tonight? Uh, we're doing all right. How are you? And he takes a quick sip, which turns into a long drink of his mug, and sets it back down. 
Okay. Um, hey, my name is Liberté, and I just wanted to say that I really appreciate all the good you do around town. I am a full supporter of the Carvers. Good to know that. Yeah, we we have a little nice little town here, so it's good to know that people appreciate what we do. What are you drinking? Uh, just Brianna, what is this? It's pale ale. Apparently, it's pale ale. And he takes another drink. Brianna, another round for my friends here. On me. Oh, coming up right now. And she, in between all of the different patrons that she's serving at the bar, between food and drinks, she starts pouring a couple more mugs. Um, I'll, now I'll, I'll roleplay it if you want me to, but my goal is to give these guys drinks until they're drunk. Okay. Are you going to like stand with them? Because they, they are sitting at a table by themselves. Nope, I'll, I'll leave them alone, but, but if I see that the, their uh, drinks are getting low, I'll order another set to be sent over. Alright. That's fine. How much time have I got before um, before I'm supposed to perform? Do you ask Brianna? Uh, no, I'll just sort of read the room because I know as soon as I ask her, she's going to make me do it now. So, like, sort of guess based on the time that I was told yesterday, which I think was uh, after six-ish? Yeah, yesterday you performed probably around 8, 8.30. Mm-hmm. At the moment, it seems like people are eating, drinking, having a, just a merry time at the moment. Okay, I'll see if I can go up to my room, and I want to see if I can summon Charles back from the dead. Okay. I ask you, since you're on your way, to just make sure that Jacques is okay. Uh... I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll just sort of, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll nod at him and I'll, I'll work my way up. So I won't check if he's okay. That's not on my entry. <laughs> but I'll, I'll... <laughs> that's absolutely fine. But if I see him on the way, I guess. But I'm not gonna like actively look for him because he's probably in the closet again. Let's be honest. <laughs> As a note. Do you have all of the components that you need for the spell? Mm-hmm. Read it again. Oh. Really? Um. Uh, fine, familiar. Oh! The last one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I can make that happen. I'm not looking at the last component, I'm looking at the second one. Uh, I think we went over that I do have that, though. It's not fresh anymore, is it? Day old. You don't need only the rat. I need all of it. You know, all of them. Oh, I thought that was an ore. I did, too. Oh. There is no ore anywhere okay. in that sentence. That is fair. Um, that's on me. Alright. Um, well, then I won't right. do that. Um, <laughs> no worries. No worries. You need a scaly animal and a flying animal. 
fish, a fish and a chicken. Chickens can't fly. <laughs> um. <laughs> but they have feathers. I think, I think. Alright. A chicken um, counts, right? Yeah. A chicken would count. Well, there's got to be chicken around here. There's got to be chicken and fish around here someplace, right? Well, if we're just going to let... If we're going to class a chicken as a flying animal, this is anarchy. Um, <laughs> no, um, but yeah, okay, fair enough. Ooh, so do, does a does a flying snake count as all three? <laughs> a flying yes. snake would only count as the scales. Ah, boo. It does not have fur. <laughs> Alright, um, I... Can, can I think of anywhere that I would have seen in the day that I would be able to obtain these things? So the, the feathers and bones is pretty easy. I just go to, you know, KFC and walk out the back. But um, the the scaly animal is probably the big one because I can go to any produce store to get a chicken. Make an intelligence check. Sure. Why do we do this to... Why... Um, intelligence, I've only got zero. Not 15, it's not too bad, 16. Okay. Based on the surrounding festival, you know that you would likely be able to find bones based on the food that people are eating. So if you wanted to go through the various waste baskets around town and potentially try to find things, you could. However, the fresh scales and fresh feathers might become an issue. Well, I know that there's a dragonborn that works at the store, um, but that's a bit out there. Probably don't need to kill him to get my cat back. I would also not classify him as an animal. Well, they're all the same when they're dead. Uh, so, uh... uh... Maybe someone has a pet store around. Uh, can't think of any reason. Should we ask Brianna if she has, or if there's any fresh fish that have come from Dunamin for the festival? We don't even know if this is the only restaurant in town. We know there are you know, other carts that have things, but yeah, Josh didn't mention any fish, but... It's a festival, so we should be able to go and get this stuff from a food stand or something, a food truck. So, um, I, I think I want to avoid seeing Brianna, because I, I, I think I'd end up performing if I did that, so I'm just going to try and duck out of the place and see if I can see any vendors that I could find. Out the fire escape? Yeah, just straight out the window. No. <laughs> Make a stealth check. Yeah, that's fair. To try to get through the crowd of people without being seen. Oh, why did it do that? Um, stealth check. Come on, fail. Damn. 22. I'm a bard, I do not fail, unless I talk myself up, and I did not do that. So... <laughs> You are able to fairly easily dart between people and wiggle your way out. Yeah. All right. 
yeah, I'll make my way over to any kind of food. Um, anywhere that looks like it would sell, like, fresh fish or anything along those lines. So, chick uh, even if they have, like, selling live chickens or whatever, that's fine. Okay. Make an investigation check. keep doing intelligence 13 okay you are able to find a stall that is selling fish nice does it how fresh is it been though yeah you're not sure how old it is so you're not sure how viable it is but you if you wanted you could try to convince them to sell you a raw fish instead of a cooked one So what do you say as you approach them? Um. <sighs> no. I've walked into this situation. Fish and dish. What? No, no. Oh, sorry. <laughs> now that's discounted. I'm going to take damage if I use that one. Yep. Uh. Hi, dear. Can I help you? Are you looking for something? Yeah. I can't think of anything that rhymes with fresh. Um, fuck it, I'll take damage. Um, can I? Uh, I'm looking for a raw fish, if possible. All right, roll a d4. Well, sure. We we have raw fish. We're, you know, selling cooked ones. Would you rather eat a raw one as opposed to one that's cooked? Ah. Uh. I mean, he's getting a little fat, but it's actually just going to be given to my cat, so. Ah, that's that's understandable, I suppose. Well, uh, our cooked fish are going for three silver, but I suppose for a raw one, take it for two? Uh, yeah, can I get the, the freshest... Uh, one that you have, if possible. I'll take whatever damage I gotta take. That's fine. Alright, it's another d4. Living life dangerously. Alright, so it's five damage total because I didn't put the other one in. And I'll, I'll give her one gold piece after I make that request. So, like, I'm serious. Give it to me. Oh. <laughs> Very well! And she <laughs> kind of pushes her husband out of the way and rushes back towards where their their belongings are and goes through all of the different um, little coolers that they have and pulls up a fish and brings it over to you. I'll flicker the, the gold piece and I'll be on my way. Alright. So you now have a rat and a fish. Wow. I'm going to have a zoo at the end of this. Um... And yeah, I'll see if there's anywhere that either deals in fresh chickens or looks like they um, are one of those fine restaurants that that kills the chickens before they they cook them up the day, you know, for the day. Okay, go ahead and make another investigation check. Oh, man, why do I keep doing this to myself? I should have brought someone better at this. Um, Eighteen. Hey, we are good at this. You spend the next hour trying to find a place that has fresh feathers from a chicken, you cannot find one. What? Okay. I mean, fair enough. Do I need the feathers, or do I need the bones? 
feathers. Oh no, I need bones. Okay, um, I'll just see if there's anywhere that has um. You need feathers and bones. Oh, feather. Is there? Oh, I'm wasting time. Pretty much out of it. Um. Alright, is there like a petting zoo around? <gasps> Make another investigation check. And you are getting close to potential time. I know. Luckily, your last two rolls haven't been catastrophic. Otherwise, you would have wasted more time. But mm. you do not find a petting zoo. <sighs> Damn it. Alright, I'll head back to the tavern. While he was doing that, I was eating. Like, just, just as a note. <laughs> that is wrong. Animals will be harmed in this podcast. If it gets in my cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Charles. Alright. Vesper, you grab some food and you're just kind of idly standing by eating. Yes, Taz? So, I think... Wouldn't somebody, one of the street vendors, be like making pheasant or other game type birds they they fly or is that too rare i don't know why i got so caught up on the chicken to be honest you could try but alexander's been gone for well i'll, I'll say that he he left a little bit ago for you guys okay but... wait wait, wait. On, on my way back do i see like any birds on a on a rooftop or something he also didn't tell us what he was doing. Surely there'd be something around. You see birds. Hell yeah. Um, this is my last, my saving grace, so I'm going to go for it. Um, I am going to refer to my spells for this. Uh, what's more likely to work? I guess it's all kind of the same. Uh, yeah, so I will look towards one of the birds, and I will use Vicious Mockery on it. Oh no. What do you say? Um. Yeah. Sorry, I need you for a spell, so I'm just gonna have to send you straight to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. What's your spell, DC? I think it's 13. You look up at one of the birds and reach up and kind of close your fist and scream at it. And as it's flying, it it just starts to free fall in midair. And right before it hits the ground... And as it's falling, can I use Lightning Lure to just pull it straight to me? I will say that it is within 15 feet. Well, I'll wait until it falls down sort of to that range anyway, so that's fine. But Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. And then... <laughs> it takes 1d8 lightning damage. The target must succeed on a strength saving throw or be pulled up to 10 feet. Okay. That's a fail. So go ahead and roll a d8. Oh, seven. Okay. You, in this crowd of people, people all around you, mm. you create this whip of lightning energy and throw it forward. Everyone around you immediately sees and backs the hell up as you strike this what looks as probably a pigeon and pull it forward and as you do it just kind of bursts into flame and a smoldering corpse lands at your feet 
Eh, I'll just dust it off. You know, put out the flame. Stomp it out a bit, that's fine. And... Yeah, I'll just pick it up and attempt to be on my merry way. Are you just walking away? Because oh, there's a lot of people who are staring at you at the moment. I'll be like, don't think of me as sinner, but it is free dinner, so... Make a... Intimidation check. <laughs> okay. Oh, natural one, so I'm not that scary. That's how Alexander got killed by the crowd. <laughs> they look disgusted and revolted at you. A couple of them are <laughs> almost vomiting. Okay, so my public image is ruined. Can I summon my cat now? <laughs> what else do I have to do? What will please you? You can potentially summon him tonight. Yeah, that's right. How am I doing for time, approximately, before I have to perform? You are going to be cutting it incredibly close. Cool. So in the middle of the town square where everyone's looking at me, I'll... No. Um, I'll just, like, rip some blood out of me and stuff. No. Um, cool. I'll see if I can sneak back into the tavern and back up to my room. I imagine he's running, like, the end of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, no. <laughs> to be more specific... At the moment, you are basically late. Yeah, I know. You will not have time to summon him now. It's only ten minutes. No, it's fine. I'll do it. That's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll wait, unfortunately. But I worked so hard. No. <laughs> That's fine. So all the rest of you have an hour. No, I'll say an hour and a half without Alexander. Liberté is buying drinks for the guards. Vesper is eating. Taz, what are you doing? Uh, I guess I'm eating as well. Okay. I guess small chatting with Vesper about going over to Arjan's shop. Okay. As soon as we finish eating. Alright. This person... Moves to a different table, so now you do have an open table to sit at if you want. Okay. Liberté, are you staying at the bar? Uh, I'm staying at the bar. I've requested the finest meal they have. Hmm. Brianna kind of looks at you. <laughs> All right. And she goes off and brings you back a lovely steak. How much is a normal dinner and... But our meal's paid by Alex. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but our drinks are not. It's like a bad cruise ship. Liberté's is not, however. Your meal will run you four silver. Okay, I'll, I'll do that and I'll, I'll get the, the drink math later. Okay. As Vesper, you and Taz are sitting and discussing, both of the guards come over and stand next to you, Vesper. Can I help you? Excuse us, uh, Brianna says you're Vesper. That's right. 
We found this note on the jobs pole, and they produce the note of the golden dragonborn that you had posted on the jobs pole the day before. Shit. <laughs> Do you know this individual? I encountered him briefly, yes. Wouldn't say I know him very well. The outskirts of town. The reason we ask is this individual who you are attempting to find is apparently a criminal attempting to steal from common folk. Two of our guards informed us that he was asking questions about their uniform, and then he decided to impersonate us. Apparently he can change his form. So far... He can, yes. So that is confirmed, that is good to know. All the guards have been questioned for their identities. Is there anything else you can tell us about this individual? He is extremely dangerous. In what regard? Don't know what he's going to do next. He, you can't predict his movements. Can change form, as I've said. Make a persuasion check. Is nothing what you've said so far is technically a lie? Fine. Sixteen. Okay. They seem to be going along with your story so far. I'm sorry. I, I do know it was Alexander, right? Right. To the DM, out of character. Yes. You all put that together. All right, yeah, just wanted to make sure. Okay. So I interject um, to them that we we just finished speaking to Lieutenant Carver and we've offered our services to help in finding this individual as well. Um, and, you know, he had told us that that was not necessary, that uh, you and your fellow guards will, will take care of that. But... Obviously, we're more than happy to cooperate in any way we can. Well, that is good to hear. However, we are still gathering information at the moment. You said this individual is fairly dangerous. In what way, besides the shape-shifting? Is he skilled with a blade? Obviously, as a golden dragonborn, he can breathe fire. Correct, and... They are not talking to you, Taz. They are talking only to Vesper. Both sets of eyes are on her as she is the one who placed the note. You do know he attacked someone, right? Yes. He attacked one of our gods. Wouldn't that count as being extremely dangerous? He knows his way around the sword. He is also extremely gifted in the tongue as well. <laughs> Didn't think about that until after I said it. <laughs> he can manipulate anyone. This is troubling, yet not completely unexpected. Go ahead and make another persuasion check. Okay. 
10. They seem satisfied. Liberté, go ahead and make a perception check. Are they not drunk at all? This is <laughs> fairly early into the hour. Uh, 10. You do recognize one of the faces. It seems that this is one of the individuals who was one of the first ones to show up on the scene. Oh, okay. He didn't recognize me? No. It's it's not the one you saved. It's right. one of the chasers? Yeah, or one of the individuals who showed up in the street shortly after. Right, but was he one of the ones that chased Alexander? Because there were two that were after him. Neither of them are the chasers. Okay, gotcha. Um, <clears throat> where do I think Alexander is right now? You have not seen Alexander for probably 15, 20 minutes. So he, so he went upstairs, and that's the last I knew of him? Yeah, as, as far as you know, Alexander is upstairs. Okay. Uh, how early in this conversation did I recognize the guard finally? Uh, I'll, I'll say when he got up and walked over. Okay. He would have had to walk past you to get there. So, noticing... So, as soon as I recognize that guy, I'm I'm worried because I can't remember if he heard Alexander's voice or not. Um, they didn't see his true form, what he looks like, but I can't remember if he would recognize his voice or not. So, I would get up and go look upstairs for Alexander. Okay. As a note, the individual who potentially recognized his voice was the one who he actually knocked unconscious, and it is not one of these two. And he'll never forget it. Would I, would I be sure of that? Um... You can't be sure, and if you still want to go up, that's fine. But I'm just, I'm, I'm just letting you know. From my, so from Liberté's point of view, he was chased by the one guy, another guard showed up, they chased him into an alley. Then I showed up, saw him kill the one guy. Or no, two more showed up. Actually, um, if I may interject here, they may have actually heard my voice because I was being a show-off when I was running away. And I do recall when I was running away to use my when I was using my invisibility, I said, "And for my next trick," and then I disappeared. So it's definitely possible they might have heard my voice. Liberté wouldn't have known that, because he wasn't anywhere near you. No, but, yeah. Uh, so, the, these are the two that chased him down the alley? No. No. These are the guys that showed up after. Okay, they didn't hear him talk then, I know that. He was, because he was already disappeared by then. Okay, so I wouldn't get up, but I would try to listen in on the conversation. Uh, did I hear all of that? You're close enough. I'll say that you you get the gist of the conversation. You don't hear it okay. word for word, but but you have an idea of what they're talking about. Yeah, unfortunately, Vesper doesn't know that I told Carver that we were hunting this guy too. Um, but she wouldn't know that because Taz and I didn't tell her that. You you didn't tell Carver that you were hunting the Dragonborn. You didn't. No. No, we offered and he declined our offer. Oh, okay. He said that his men would be doing the investigation as right, okay. he didn't think that you guys would be up for the task, and then he gave you the Scarecrow as a potential right, tester. Okay. That makes sense. 
Okay. All right. Then I wouldn't. Then I wouldn't do anything. I would. I would wait. You know. The three of you eventually get through the conversation, and well, we we thank you for your information. Is, is there anything? I guess either of you have to say, and they actually now turn and look at you, Taz. Uh, yeah, we're we're staying here at the hungry halfling. If there's at any point where your lieutenant changes his mind and would like us to help, uh, this is where we'll be. That is good to know. And as soon as that conversation finishes, they walk out the door. I see, I see them leave. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. You say that as they are leaving and Brianna is walking by. And she says, hi, they were waiting here for probably a couple hours for you all to come back. Seems pretty eager to talk to Vesper. Oh, uh, yeah. They had questions about the dragonborn who's running around causing problems. Yeah, apparently he's uh, cutting quite a figure. The gods have been looking out for him all day. Seems to be a number of mysteries around here that nobody can solve. Did you uncover one? Uh, yes, we've been looking for some oddball wooden uh, jewelry of some sort. That's peculiar. Isn't it? I don't even remember how we got on it in the first place. I bought these, and she does show you on her thumbs two wooden rings. <laughs> kind of put my head down in my hand. Where did you buy them at? Eh, it was a stall, east side of town. They looked kind of cute as I was passing by. Figured I'd pick them up before I came into work today. East side of town, you say? Uh, was it? Who was the salesman? A good friend of mine, named Thea. What does what does Thea do as a profession? She's one of the woodcarvers in town. I see. Um. What does she normally make? Well, she's you know. Whatever projects people need. Some people want a rocking horse, some a chair. Just kind of depends. But, you know, for the festival, people do different things. They make their own, you know, little baubles and trinkets and things to sell. Uh, Josh, as a reminder myself, the, the piece of fabric we found looked like a piece of the capes, right? Yes, off of the guards. And what color was it? It was black? Correct. Okay, that, that could be anything. Um... So this would have been stolen yesterday, am I correct? Correct. Okay. Um, did you happen to see her yesterday at all? Uh, I didn't. I, To be honest, I was here prepping. And she kind of gestures towards the back of the tavern. And for the first time, you really notice that a lot of the ale barrels that they had in the back are gone yeah we uh we're actually the ones who sponsor the drinking contest so i was helping all everybody kind of get set up and getting all the ale over and getting everything ready so i didn't spend too much time lollygagging yesterday 
Do you know about where that stall was? Why? I was there. It's, you know, eastern side of town, a little bit south of the road. And uh, I'm unfamiliar with the festivals around here. Are people normally at the same stall two days in a row? Depends on if they sell out. But if people still have wares to sell, they'll be there until the festival ends. All right. Um, well, thank you very much for the information. Um, one more question. Uh, how much did you pay for those rings? Oh, these? What was it? Five cop? No, it was a silver. It was a silver, I think. Put two silver on the counter. Can I have them? Sure. Don't really have any attachment to them. She pops them off and passes them over to you. Okay, and how much were the two drinks that I bought those guys? The drinks... If I pull stuff back up... Here. We'll say a third one for me as well, to go with the steak anyway. Alright. That would run you, with the festival prices, two silver total for all three. Two silver total for all three. Got it. Oh, that's a lot of silver I'm spending tonight. Festival prices are a ripoff. Your assistance has been greatly appreciated. No problem. Can't wait till your friend's performance here in a little bit. Should be pretty exciting. Oh, he always puts on a great show. Why? He has done pretty well so far. I've been pleasantly surprised. I've actually been spreading the word around a little bit. Expecting a big crowd tonight. Can't wait. I start to, to get up to head over to my friends. Kind of makes you think he deserves a bonus. And I walk I walk away. She kind of gets a curious look as you walk away. Uh, so I will go over to my friends and dramatically slam the rings down on the table. Taz and Vesper, Liberté slams two wooden rings down on the table. Listen, I'm going to be completely honest. Up until maybe a few hours ago, I didn't care about this uh, jewelry investigation in the slightest. But now I've got this overwhelming urge that I have to win at all costs because losing is for losers. Uh, it wasn't a game. Where, where did you get the rings from? Brianna bought them from a stall on the eastern side of the town from Thea that was our only lead that we haven't investigated yet. And I bought them from her so that we can ask uh, Jenny uh, if these are the ones she made or not. That's really good thinking. And if they're the same rings, then we can go and kick the shit out of Stia tomorrow. Maybe not quite that, but yes, this is a good plan. Whatever it takes to win. <laughs> so, okay, so... It still leaves one unanswered question, then. Is she then colluding with one of the guards? The guards may not even have anything to do with this. I'm, I'm saying this softly. Mm -hmm. um, all we found was a piece of fabric. That doesn't mean shit. never compared the fabric to, like, their clothes, did we? We visually did from a distance. Yep, but we haven't found the right... 
Maybe we could ask, like, get up and close and, like, compare the two. Can you look at the rings to see if there's any kind of inscription or stamp that she made? They're uh, light wood stained. Yes. The rings are stained. And as a note, you remember Ginny saying that hers were not. They were just plain wood. Oh, we knew that. She could have painted them. Yep. She could have stained them, right? Someone or all of you, whoever wants to make an investigation check and try to see what's on the inside of these rings. I will. I'll give it a try. I'll give it a shot as well. Yeah, I imagine that I put them down on the table and they each took one to look at them, so I won't. Well, then. <laughs> Taz? So I rolled a 21. Okay. Both of you look over the rings outside. They look fairly pristine. There isn't any real issues. They are all very smooth, very well sanded. And on the inside, you do see a quick TLJ. It doesn't look like anything is sanded off. Not that you can tell. The TLJ looks to be carved into the wood before the stain was placed. Don't know if these are Ginny's, but we can look. Can ask. All right. Um... Taz, I think you stay here and help Alexander with his performance. Vesper and I will go investigate the stall. Should it be the other way around? You stay here and help Alexander and Vesper and I go to ask Ginny a question and then we can go talk to Arjan? Or did you want to go with Vesper and talk to Arjan? In my place. Uh... Why did you want to talk to Arjan? I just had some questions about the town. Okay, uh, you two can go do that, but you better find something. We have to win. Are we winning? Well, if you're not winning, you're losing. So I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose either, but I want to know what I'm losing at or winning at. Investigation. Okay. Okay, I think I get it. Yeah, that sounds fine by me. Alright, I will stay here and help Alexander win his performance. There you go. We need a big win tonight. Alright, so Vesper lets you and I head off to see if Ginny's still around. Yes. We'll take the rings with us. Yep. Okay. You're looking for Ginny? Yeah, on our because I thought this... I don't think I made it clear. I meant break into the stall, into Thea's abandoned stall, and look for evidence of the stolen rings. Yeah, that's very different. It's important to mention. I meant go to, go to Thea's stall, break in wherever there is to break in and, and look for evidence that she stole Ginny's stuff. I thought we were going to Ginny's to have her look at the rings to see if it was her handiwork. I thought it was a diplomatic mission. We could do both, I guess. The other question here, just to make sure you guys are on the same page. 
There's Thea's stall, where Brianna just told you that she was selling rings. There would be her workshop, where she would make stuff. Those are two different places. Right. I meant the stall. I had not thought of her workshop. Okay. So, Josh, how... Is there a way to tell how newly made or newly stained these rings are? With your previous investigation check, I will say that you think they're fairly recent. They're gleaming, but you don't have expertise in woodwork. Right. Plus, they were probably made for the festival, no matter what. So. Right, but didn't, didn't Vesper and you go to her shop and she hadn't been there in days? It was dark. You didn't know how long it had been there since, since she was there. You couldn't see much inside. Okay. Regardless, I still think we're heading out. So, if if we ask, if we find Ginny first and ask her if this is her handiwork, perhaps you know, covered up by Thea, if there was a way for her to tell, great. And if she says yes, then we have, I guess, reasonable or just cause to investigate further at the stall? With force. <laughs> okay. If Jacques was awake, he would say, but they're just wooden rings. Listen, Jacques has drunken himself into a stupor over this. That's true. He was very frustrated before he came back here. We need to solve this or he might die. Yeah, I think he was twitching, so maybe, yeah, the faster the better. Okay, so Vesper lets you and I go. We'll see if we can find Ginny at the stage, ask her quickly, and if we can't, then we'll see Arjan, and then we'll come back here and check in with Liberté. Okay. I'm okay with this. Okay. All right, you guys are all heading... Well, I shouldn't say you all. Vesper and Taz are heading out to go to the stall. Does anybody have a preference on which we do first? Alexander coming back, or do we want to do the stall for... Well, that whole situation first. I don't have a preference. I I don't care. I don't mind. Yeah, I guess it's easier for you, Josh, with the tavern. So, Alexander coming back okay alexander you come rushing in the door trying to make it back on time and taz he's been gone or i'm sorry liberté he's been gone for probably an hour and a half and you were starting to get a little worried that something might have happened because he was not showing up brianna kind of looks a little annoyed as the patrons are just kind of milling about it's kind of got that that idle chatter where it's fairly loud because people are just nervously talking because they don't have anything else to do except talk and drink. Uh, so I'll I'll rush up to rush up to him. What are you doing? Hmm. This is uh um. Alexander, you're late, and there are guards in here looking for the dragonborn. Yeah. Look, uh, this this might come as a bit of a sting, but I think someone else might have to sing. Uh, do you know any songs where you just hum along? 
I'll I'll grab my paper and I'll start just scribbling something out. No words. No, none of that. Considering I've already used it, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give him tribute by tenacious D because that's easy and he can do that. Um, um, <laughs> wait, are you saying that I have to sing? Yes. Alexander, Brianna comes up to both of you as you're kind of whispering back and forth. Hi, hi, you made it, I'm glad. Uh, I spread the word, we've got a full house. There's a ton of people here ready to hear you <laughs> specifically perform tonight. Brianna, he's got laryngitis. What? Oh, no, upon hearing that they've all come to see me, I'm like, no, I, no, it's fine. Uh, I've got it. Uh, I'll take damage. <laughs> <laughs> Roll a d4. Everyone's here to see me. It's another two. Yep. The fact that Vesper left has complicated the situation mightily. That's why when she said she would leave, I'm like, oh, I'm in trouble. Um. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're here. And Alexander, you do see some faces that are now looking at you. Apparently she did spread the word and some people are recognizing you. And a couple of them do recognize you from the dancing contest as well. Nice. All right. So, uh, when whenever you're ready, basically, as, as soon as uh, you're done here, a lot of people are going over to go to watch the drinking contest. So, you know, as soon as you're done, we're, we'll, we'll head on over. You've, uh, you've said it so, so I guess it's, it's time to go. Great, great. And uh, she actually stands up on the bar and calls out, Hi, you lot! And they all stop and kind of turn. It's time for some music! And they all cheer. Clinking and cheersing. Um, do I know... Do I know what's wrong with him? Did say that I pulled a card at some point. Do I know that his problem is that he has to rhyme, though? Yes. I said that you all surmised the effect at the end of last session. Uh, listen, Alexander. Uh, what, right after I'd gotten freed, I met a priestess named Felicia, who told me about a thing called uh, nursery rhymes. Do you know any of these? Um, I mean, generally that would be the go, but they're just not very good for a show. Alright, but we better not lose. Alright, Alexander, you back up towards the stage. Lee Rute, are you doing anything? Uh, in the past, we, Taz or I, had used, uh... Uh, well, actually, I had used uh, minor illusion because it can be used to, to, to play musical notes. I used minor illusion to accompany his instrumental. Correct. However, you don't have time to discuss it right now, seeing as how he just came back. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm saying you need to make a snap decision right now if you're going to help him or not. And since you don't have time to talk about it, it can either go well and help, or it could hinder the performance. I'm going to help. Okay. 
you don't you don't know what type of song he's gonna play. Right. I, my my plan with the snap decision is that it's going to be like a bass guitar type type thing, just easy to 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 keep the uh, the beat in the background. Okay. Good to know. Alexander, you go ahead and prepare. I will say because of the card that you pulled. This is not going to just be a simple roll to determine how good this performance check is. You will still roll with advantage. However, he hath mercy. All right. I need eight lines that you're singing. Oh. Oh, no. All right. Go for it. Wait, so point of clarification, is that four couplets or? Yes, four couplets. Oh, I could very well die here, but if I die, that's just the way I want it to go, so... Yeah. Alright, we'll do it. Um, and how well you do on these couplets will affect you a potential bonus or penalty to your performance check. That is fair enough. So th- there are a bunch of things going into this roll. <laughs> yeah. So just go for a straight performance then, or performance with advantage? Performance with advantage. Alright. Because Liberté is helping. Liberté make an Arcana check. Arcana? Yep. That's a 26. Okay. Hey, hey. I rolled a 19. That's a 22. Alright, so Liberté is helping you. So, what do you sing? It's a good question. Um... I'm running the blank here. What do I sing? Uh, yeah, I'll 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 just start by playing by playing music and yeah, um, yeah, stall for time until I can think of something to say. So yeah, the tavern starts clapping along as you all lay down the beat, and then yeah, like after some some intense running of the beat. Um, I will just, like, string into the most intense telling of a nursery rhyme anyone has ever had, but I'll, like, sort of try and bring the cl- the crowd into it and make a performance out of it, sort of, like, you know, get everyone singing along to it just the best I can to, to sort of avoid not rhyming. <laughs> okay. What are you saying? I don't know. <laughs> um... <laughs> um... Man, I don't have... Uh... Twinkle, twinkle, little star. Yeah, let's go twinkle, <laughs> twinkle, little star. <laughs> Alright, sing it out for us. Um, twinkle, twinkle, little star. How I wonder what you are. <laughs> up above the world so high. Like a diamond in the sky. And I'll sort of pause and go into a, a bit of a guitar solo. Um, more guitar solo, lute solo, <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll 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 reach out to someone in the crowd and I'll hope that he'll he'll pick up what I'm putting down, see if he can continue the line. Oh, so doing it in a round? Yeah, exactly. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> like a row, row, row your boat round. Exactly. You throw your hand out to the crowd, who looks a little bit confused at this simple song that they've heard a number of times but they start 
Twinkle, twinkle, <laughs> little star. Hell yeah. Okay. Now, gauging from that, I I'm guessing they're not as entertained as expected. Uh, but... Not yet. You you still have a little bit more to go. Yeah. Um, do you want me to sing out the whole song? I will, for, for your convenience. You have four more lines. Our entertainment. I imagined he was singing this like Dropkick Murphy. I did as well. But <laughs> part of the magic of the cards and the deck is... Is that it makes me have to do my job instead of just right. winging it. That's a shame. It's not a, okay, you rolled a performance check and this is done. No. There are situations mm. where you're going to have to be put on the spot, and this is one of those. Yeah, I am absolutely put on the spot, and I hope you're happy. Um... Twinkle, twinkle, little star! I wonder what you are! <laughs> <laughs> That's essentially what he's doing. He gets through the first time, and the crowd is into it. It's it's not what they were expecting, but it, it still sounds good so far. You never get what you expect. Yeah, but you still have a few lines left. Uh, wow, is there any lines left of that song that I've missed? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, um, no, wait, I don't know what I got up to. Yeah, there's, there's many, many more. It's just the same. No, it's not. Yeah, it's just a reiteration of the same thing. Um, okay, and the rest of, hmm, crap. Uh, my one way out, and I failed it. Uh, I'm gonna... Fuck it, for the next two lines, I'll just, I'll take the damage, and I'll just, uh, um, I'll, I'll go into an actual song, so... Okay. About stars, and about how I am their star, and... Yeah. As you're singing... You get that sharp point pain in your head. You take one yeah. point of psychic damage. And, and it kind of throws you off a little bit, but you have to get back on. You got one more couplet to go. Yeah, and yeah, for the next line, I, I'll, I'll just sing a genuine song. But I'll see if I can work a healing word into it as well for myself. So, Okay. What do you say to yourself? Um... See, you thought you were going to have an easy time playing a bard, didn't you? No. No, I didn't, actually. I genuinely thought I'd have a bad time, and this is why. Um, because I've got no <laughs> musical skill about me at all, so I'm like, this is a good fantasy. Uh, so, but here we are, and now I've got to actually do what I'm bad at. So, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is a good, like, hour of me standing here, isn't it? Um, so, we're going to go for okay so I was just talking up how great I am and um, then I will say but it's okay because you know we're I'm fine and we're all fine because I'm you're fine I'm fine is how my healing word works apparently because that's what I've done every time till now so and then I will reach out to the the crowd and I will be like, alright, now take it away to someone else to see if he can put him on the spot and see if I can make them just throw out a rhyme for me. Actually, no, I'll, I'll say, okay, I'll, I'll do a song for, for you guys, uh, 
but we're gonna do improvisation. So someone's gonna throw out some words, and I'll put it into a song. Okay. Uh, I'm putting myself in a hole here, but we'll do that. So yeah. <laughs> you get a number of different words. You're being, you're yep. being creative. I'll, I'll let this go. <laughs> so you you get beer, which will obviously cause damage, which is fine. Women. So <laughs> Festival and donkeys. Well, we all know why we are here. We are here to drink beer. And this is while strumming out a song the whole time. I'm just not. Yeah! Not enough. Um, <laughs> you're all gonna have to get to some slimming if you all want to impress the women, and I'll point to some of the, like, bigger guys in the room. <laughs> <laughs> A couple of them kind of look downtrodden, but a couple of them are... <laughs> they laugh and kind of raise their glass to you. They're all pretty sloshed, so they're they're in that happy drunk stage. Yep, and that's that's what we're all working for at the end of the day. Um... I'll, I'll just look at the guy that said donkey, and I'm like, come on. <laughs> I'll just, like, gesture, like, why? Why would you do that? Um... <laughs> Because he's a jackass. <laughs> he's a jackass. Um, so... Yeah, no. Um, well, you better be... Ah, uh, man. Uh, be careful with your drink, so you'll be walking wonky. And... And then I'll, I'll just sort of say nothing, and I'll look at him, and I'll be like, Donkey. <laughs> <laughs> they start laughing. <laughs> Not technically a couplet, but uh, it's alright. I'll let it go. <laughs> Everything I've said that may be offensive is just jestiful, but um, make sure that you all are here to enjoy the festival. And that gets the biggest cheer yet. They seem very happy. It started off a little clunky, but it got going towards the end, and people seem to be pretty excited. Oh. That I think good. that deserves an actual round of applause. Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn, that hurt. Alexander, this is probably one of the larger groups that you've performed for. Crammed into this tavern, there's probably... probably between 50 and 75 people just smushed all in here listening to you perform. Did I get my healing word, by the way? Just out of interest? Yes, yes you did. Okay, cool. So, so go ahead and roll a d4. Before I kill myself. For the record, you had 13 hit points when you started. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I was one off, wasn't I? Well, the max you could have rolled for damage if you didn't rhyme at all was 16. I so know. So for the most part, you could have just done it regular and not gone unconscious. I know, but that's no fun. Like, we've got to do it right. I could tell you were worried about that, and I was not that worried. Uh, so. No, I wasn't that worried either, but, like, I I didn't want to die, and also it does visually affect the performance if I fall to, like, two hit points, so... Or starts bleeding out the ears or eyes. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, you also could have done the epic, you know, you do the, the guitar solo until you literally pat, fall unconscious and people go crazy because you you know, fell unconscious from 
performing for them, but it is what it is. You DM, I perform. (laughs) (laughs) I do what I can. Exactly. Going around (laughs) after the festival, or I'm sorry, after the performance, you get a lot of coin. It is packed. They were anticipating a show, and they got one. Between all of the people in here, you gain a total of 32 gold and 28 silver. Brianna is satisfied as well, and once your performance is is done, she kind of gives a whistle. I drinking contest! Let's go! And a lot of the people start following her completely out of the hungry halfling. Yeah, Liberté, you look over at Alexander and he looks exhausted and tired. He does not look like he's having a good day. Once everyone's sort of out of the way, I'll fall on the ground. You just kind of slump to the ground. I'm like, I'm I'm good. (laughs) A couple of patrons buy you an ale and bring it up to you, Alexander. (laughs) I will take it. I'll just give a thumbs up and I'll just keep lying there. I'm like, yeah, this is this is <laughs> this is life. <laughs> Taz and Vesper, you head out of the hungry halfling. You actually see Alexander kind of running back as you're leaving. What would you two like to do? Headed off to see Ginny. Is Ginny still in like the area first? Yeah. So you're heading back towards the dancing stage? Yep. Okay. You head back towards the dancing stage and you catch, you will get there in time to catch the tail end of the group's contest. Go ahead and make a perception check. 17. 13. Okay. Both of you Look, keep an eye out for Ginny as best you can in the decent-sized crowd of individuals around this stage. You don't see her anywhere. She was helping set up for the dancing competition, right? Yeah, why would she not be here? Just, um, the master of ceremonies here. Do I see him? Vernon? Vernon, yes. Yes, Vernon is up by the judges, much like he was when Alexander was dancing. Is he currently busy, or can I go up and walk and just talk to him? He looks like he's paying attention to the actual dancing. You could try to catch him in while someone is performing. Um, I'm just going to walk up to him then. Excuse me. You walk around behind the judges' table, kind of squeeze in between the judges' table and the building to get behind it. Yes, can can I help you? Yes. I'm wondering, have you seen um, a woman named Ginny? She was helping set up for the stage, and we're trying to find her. When you say Ginny's name, his face darkens. Oh, apparently something got her real upset earlier today. She had something that upset her, and then she kind of took off. Uh... No one really knows where she went after that. I just know that she left. Someone saw her leaving and I was brought in to take a place. 
Did, do you know what happened, or...? All I know is what someone told me. Apparently, she heard someone yelling something, and it really upset her. You don't know anything beyond that? No, not really. I'm sorry. And and as soon as he says this, one of the individuals finishes, and everyone begins to clap. Oh, sorry, sorry, I gotta go! And he jumps back up and runs towards the stage. Oh, this does not sound like winning. <laughs> no. I'm gonna squeeze out and go back, back to join Taz. Okay, so... With no no idea of where she went or what upset her, we can only guess. So let's stick on mission. Let's go talk to Arjan, and then we'll talk to Liberté and Alexander when we get back. Both of you make intelligence checks. Ugh. Ew, eight. Eight. For me as well. Oh, wait, nine. Sorry, I read the wrong one. Yeah, it's, it's okay. The DC was five. It was not high. Both of you remember at the same time after lunch this afternoon, Alexander mentioned something about Ginny. He mentioned that Ginny had heard what Jacques had said. How he'd screamed about her stupid useless prizes. I had a feeling! Oh no. Alright. Don't blame her. I don't either, and I don't know if we know where to find her right now, but we could perhaps make it up to her tomorrow. I mean, it's your it's your choice, Vesper. You you wanted to talk to Arjan, and you wanted to help her. So, if we have to make a choice right now, which way would you want to go? I don't really know where she is, or where she lives, or anything like that. And it's pretty late anyway, right? The sun will probably be fully down in the next mm, half an hour to an hour or so. And Arjan told you that he closes just after sunset. So you have a little bit of time. And as far as you know, the the only other place where you might encounter Ginny would be at her workshop, which was near Thea's on the west end of town. Yep. And she told us it was there? You knew it was there. Yes. Okay. Because remember, you went to Thea's and you knew Ginny's shop was close to Thea's? Yeah. So if you wanted, you could try going there, or you could simply go wait for Arjan and potentially deal with Ginny tomorrow. It's up to you guys. The shop was on... It's like... Where was it again? Like over... Just to the east of us. No. The trade... Oh, her shop? Or Arjan's is the trading post. Uh, Yeah, he's there. I know he's there. Yeah, I'm pinging where Ginny is. Ah, okay. 
How long would it take to get there and back? R roughly? Because we've been there before. We've, like, walked over there before. You would know. You would have enough time to get there and then get back to the trading post. However, you don't know how much time you would have to actually talk to Jenny if you found her. It would... You would probably have a little bit of time, but not very much. I think it's best we leave her alone for one day. Okay. Or we could always, depending upon how long our conversation with Arjan goes, we could go to see her after. Correct. That's right. So let, let's go... Um, instead of going through the shortcuts, I guess... But did you ever take your poster down off of the jobs board with the missing dragonborn? Not, no. Did those guards have it earlier? Correct. The guards had it when they questioned her ah, earlier. Okay. All right. So yeah. You don't have to worry about taking that down. That's fine. Okay. Let's go talk to Arjan. Okay. All right. You go over towards the trading post and mill around to the outside for the next half an hour or so. You are kind of in the back side of the trading post as the front and center area here is full of people as the main square is where the drinking contest is, is occurring. Mm. Well, good cover for us, I guess. So as you all are kind of waiting outside of the trading post, go ahead and make perception checks. Natural 20. E. Taz, as you are waiting, your uh, elven eyes looking around, and you do notice Lieutenant Carver is among these individuals. And with him is an individual who is wearing an extravagant outfit. Long, flowing coat with multiple colors, uh, a big hat he's got jewelry on nice boots and he seems to be talking with lieutenant carver a couple of halflings who look to be in more uh well dressed than some of the other halflings you've seen and there is a number of guards around him. the contest has not started but it looks like they are preparing to start it looks like they they will be starting relatively soon so are are they at a like a judge's table or they're just standing around together with guards around them? They are standing together. They do not appear to be judging. This isn't really a judging based contest. Right. Okay. So they just seem to be milling around at the moment. Okay. The individual that the individual that you see talking to Carver is human. And he has long sideburns, dark hair. Okay, so I turn to Vesper and I say to her, I believe that would be the mayor, Damien Crane. I'm not certain, but given how you know close Carver is to him, uh, that could be a reasonable guess. Do you want to go over and introduce ourselves to him or at least say hello to Carver spoke to him earlier right yes when Liberté told the tale of the scarecrow and the will-o-wisp 
uh, but we did not, we have not ever met the mayor. Well, I'm not sure what we would say to them other than introducing ourselves. I don't know if drawing attention to ourselves when we're about... Uh, good point. Both of you hear a hissing sound from behind you. I turn around. <laughs> Do you jump? You catch the back end of a green-scaled individual disappearing behind the trading post away from the crowd of individuals. Follow after him. Yep, I think that's our cue. You all walk behind the trading post. Arjan is there waiting for you with an open back door. And he ushers both of you in. Shuts the door. It is a very low-lit trading post at the moment. There is no natural light. It is simply a few candles. And you are in what looks to be his back storeroom. So, you came... Yes, we did. So, is everything all right? Can I like look around and make sure everything's, you know, kosher, everything's good? Make a perception check. Okay, no one, there's no like dark shadowy figures in the corner, you know. <laughs> you. you do not see any dark shadowy figures in the corner. It is the three of you, and that's it. So, uh, thank you for speaking with us, Arjan. Of course. Now, I was brought here under the impression that this was a trade for information. What are you willing to trade? I start. Could I have this prepared? Can I channel divinity? Or did I have to do that before? I wanted to use my emissary of peace. Oh, okay. You grasp your holy symbol to Palor and just say a quick prayer before you go in. So, um, as I as I mentioned earlier, I wanted to know some information on your local law enforcement, I suppose? The Carvers? Yes. Would you be able to supply me in that? I think I could. What specific questions do you have and what are you offering in exchange? A few. Do you want to be paid first? Or after? Well, typically you want to make sure that the goods or services that you receive are worth what you're going to pay. Exactly. Which is why you are going to offer something. And depending on that value, that is the equivalent of the information you shall receive. I see. If you wish to offer again, that is more than acceptable. 
got this. I'll pay you some. You tell me some information, and if I feel like I need more, or if I feel like you're not telling me enough. If the information is more than we've come for, she can give you a bonus. That's true. That's smart. I like that. He gives you a smile, Taz. I like you. I like you too, Arjan. What is your question, and what is your offer? The first one's rather simple, I suppose. How long have the Carvers been here? Okay, he waits for you to present your offer. Oh boy, I'm gonna go broke, guys. So, in response, I'm going to slide him or maybe just flick him a piece of gold. It's a small question and a small sum. We go th- from here. I think that is a fair way of putting it. In short, the Carvers have been in power here for a long time. Doesn't seem very specific, Arjan. Is your memory failing, or is that your valuation of her offer? I'm considering it as a good faith omen, however. I will say that they have been here for as long as I have been. Have you been here? A few decades. They are well rooted into this society. They are not challenged often. Could they be? Did you say could they be? Or no, should they be? He shrugs. Do you know if they're particularly close to the mayor? And I'm going to give him two gold coins for that. The Carvers are intimately tied with Mayor Crane. The Carvers, if you have not guessed, they are not part of the Sun God, or I'm sorry, the Sun Guard. The guards who are part of the Watakan Empire at large. They are particularly employed here in Dunalin. So mercenaries. In a way. However, they are well entrenched within the political system. And ask any resident who has been here for a decent, not a decent uh, length of time. Sun Guard know of them? Perhaps that I do not know. I do not spend too much time outside of this town except when I am off looking for my own wares and ingredients and such. And when I do, I try not to come under the guise of the Sun Guard. It's understandable. Um, my next question is in regards to the partitions. I was wondering if these might come up. Standard practice. Oh, it is more than standard. It is routine and common. 
Anyone can be stopped and demanded of a partition at any time. In this town, or is it everywhere else, too? Well, only here within Dunalin. The guards are... not afraid of showing their power. This also makes them quite easy to bribe and coerce. Easy to do the bidding of others. If you have something they want, it is not too difficult to get something that you want out of them in return. As long as you are alright with losing said possession. What happens if someone refuses to pay the partition? Jail time or worse? People would wish they were put in jail. And he looks down at the pile of gold again. I'll throw ten gold pieces in there. Oof. <laughs> She's coming around to it, Mr. Taz. Not many in this town will actually say it out loud. But it is not the best of practices. Someone who displeases them is not found in the best of wares over the next few days. They hurt them? Oh, quite mercilessly. And... There's no court process? Not here. And seeing as how they've been doing it for so long, I would assume not. Is there racial bias, perhaps? I've noticed that the carvers are all of a certain sort. I would think that's obvious. Probably, but I want to make sure. This town is almost entirely halfling, with the odd exception. And he kind of shakes his body a little bit. Of course, there is a little bit of bias in that. If your guards are humans, if your mayor is human, and they are lording over halflings, you can only imagine what happens. About you. You're not a halfling. No, I am not. Do the carvers treat you? No, because I always pay them when they come calling. And that's all? They don't suspect anything from you? Mm, what do you mean, suspect? Well, seeing as how you're willing to trade information, what they don't know can't hurt them. Plus, this is extra money that I do not have to prick your items for. Turn to Vesper, it's, it's under the table money. Mm. Eh? Uh, yeah, I had two questions, Arjan, on the partitions. We noticed that Stefan from Alchemical Infusions is human. Do you know if he has assessed partitions? I can guarantee you that every single citizen in this town has been assessed in a partition. Uh. It depends on how often. Some are more often than others. 
for me, for example, I do decent business, so they come calling semi-frequently. So it's based upon what they perceive. We we did see them taking partitions from Brianna at the Hungry Halfling. So if you're a rather well-off merchant, or at least do a good bit of business, you can expect to pay more in partitions as they attribute that to their protecting you more? I do not know what they specifically think, but what you say do not, does not surprise me. Rihanna does well, especially in festival times like these. It would not surprise me that she would get another visit in the next day or so. Actually, probably after the festival would be more like it, I would expect. However, this is not something that can be avoided. It is just a part of living here. Is the mayor legally elected? Do you hold elections? Arjan waits. He does not immediately answer. Ah. Yeah, I will throw down three gold for that because that seems to be an easy question to ask anybody in town. He incorporated the last answer into that too, so. No, there is no elections in this town. The thought of such is actually quite folly. It's funny. Only because of their strength. They do not have a reason to hold elections. And you're happy with the situation. I am not unhappy. I make my money. I put down roots here, and it is unfortunate that a decent amount of my profits goes to them. However, I do not have to deal with ruffians. I don't have to deal with individuals who are troublemakers. It might not be the most uh, ethical system ever devised. However, it does have benefits for some of us, at least. Um, but not all. But not all. Well, Vesper, we, we don't know that either. We know that not so successful merchants do have to pay, and they do pay them, and they are afraid of not paying them, but we don't know that they're, you know, unhappy or harassed. We haven't seen any evidence of that. I point to Arjan and say, but he, he just said that they would get violent with people if they didn't. If they didn't pay. They ever get violent in other situations. If they want to. not sound concerning to you? I am curious, however, if I may turn the tables for just a moment. And he actually slides a gold piece back to each of you in turn. What is your interest in this? 
You cannot possibly think that you are going to topple this structure. It's just good to have information. Call it professional curiosity. We're... We actually just helped the carvers with a problem. We're not without skills and a an appetite for making money but the, I think there are some of us that have some qualms about leaving behind a cruel government um, one that exploits its people but doesn't seem the case here yet. I'm going to turn to Arjant. Do you know of anyone who's been on the receiving end of the Carver's Theory recently? Not recently, off the top of my head, but if someone displeases them to something that they don't like or they're not supposed to do, they would more than likely be on the receiving end. So, Arjan, because I like you and you've been extremely helpful to us, not only as a merchant, but an information broker, I'd like a piece of free advice, if I may. I'm not without the ability to read minds. That is interesting. Would... I, I don't know the skills or the abilities or, you know, the strength of mind of the mayor would you think something like that from someone as young and relatively relatively competent would benefit us even if it exposed us by him knowing that I actually did that if you are trying to ascertain the capabilities of Mayor Crane, he is not a arcane user, if that is what you are trying to get at. He is, as far as I know, an average individual. Cruel and vindictive, but average as far as I know. However, if this is something that you were interested in doing, I would ponder what you hoped to gain as opposed to being found out and chased out of town with 30 angry guards at your back. I drop another gold on the counter, not for the free information, but for the paid count of the number of carvers that there actually are. I appreciate this exchange. It has been 
beneficial for both of us, I believe. I believe so as well. Vesper, as much as I don't like the situation, it seems at the very least the town is protected and in the absence of power, if if we were to do something, that absence of power might cause something worse. See your point. Protected from outside, but the inside isn't. Sit well with me at all. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll talk to our friends. Arjan, we might be taking a, a short journey uh, as there does not seem to be as many opportunities here as a successful group might, you know, look for in terms of collecting gold. So we might be on our way to Dunaman. Is there anything as a courtesy that we could carry with us to that town? Should we find ourselves on our way there for you? Or is there any merchant in that town that you need correspondence delivered to, whether it be your legal or your not-so-legal uh, endeavors. The offer is much appreciated. I currently do not have any business in Dunaman. However, if you were able to go, do you know much about the town? Other than it being a port city? No. Just knowing that it's the sister city to this one, larger, probably more wealth uh, in that it's a port city? I would not say that it is technically larger, maybe slightly perhaps, but... You are correct, it is a port city. It sits on Sandbar Bay, and that bay eventually leads out to the ocean. So there's nothing that you need delivered or nothing that you need from them in terms of, you know, messages to have them ship anything to you? Not particularly. If you were looking for a larger city, there are a couple of options, however, they are both a decent distance away from here. You're the largest cities near here. There is Dragon Harbor to the southwest, Sungate to the northwest, and then, of course, the capital city of Adoru. That is, in the heart of the desert. Sorry, what direction was that? To the capital? West. Directly west, into the desert. What was northwest? Sungate and Dragon Harbor is southwest. Yep. And those three are bigger than Dunaman. Yes, Dragon Harbor and Sungate are actual cities, like like city cities, whereas Dunalan and Dunaman are towns. And then Adoru is the capital of Wataka. 
which is where my mother was from. Yes. Vesper, did you have anything else? Nothing that I think he has. And having bought a 50-something gold piece pot of magical ink, my gold is running rather low. Sorry about that. No, I am extremely satisfied with how this went. I am thanking you for your exchange. And you can you can obviously count on our discretion because after all it's people like you that we had concern for. So we would not do anything to risk having any harm come to you. I would certainly hope not, else you would have 30 guards coming on your tail anyway. And then my eyes turn completely black from using thaumaturgy. And I think about that for a second and I look at him as if that would be interesting. And then I look at Vesper and if there's nothing else, I'm going to turn to Ajahn. Can we trust you not to uh, rat us out, as it were? I have not survived this long in this town without knowing what discretion means. However, I would say, and he turns back to you, Taz, that would be a very interesting sight to behold. There has not been an entertainment spectacle like that in this town as far as I can remember. This is just something small and entertaining. I I have, and my friend Vesper here also have other noteworthy abilities, but we'll keep them to ourselves for now. So thank you. Thank you very much, Arjan. We hope that our paths will happily cross again and we could do a lot more business with you. And I, I do plan on checking back on the town and you in particular to ensure that the status quo has either been maintained or been bettered. As I said before, you all are a very curious bunch. I do hope you have a wonderful evening. And you as well. And he shows you the door. I check, is there anyone out there? And there's people walking around, but none that really pay particular attention to you walking out of the shop and shutting the door. There's people everywhere. It's not that uncommon at the moment. You picked the right time. We exit out the front door or the back? I don't know where we were. The back. He led you in and out of the back door. So I think that was rather fruitful, if not a little expensive. Um, so 
do you want to try to go back to the hungry halfling and confer with Alexander and Liberté, or did you want to very quickly try to find Ginny? Yeah, I think we should just leave that poor girl alone for a day. After what uh, that man said, Jacques, she needs some time. Just let her be for now. Let's see how the drinking contest has progressed and maybe observe Carver and Crane if they're still there. Oh, oh, Taz, how much money did you spend in there? Uh, a lot less than you did. I only spent five gold. Gotta give you five gold. Oh, I bow. Okay. Are you two going back to the Hungry Halfling first, or are you just going straight there? No, we're gonna, since the back door to the trading post is close by to where the drinking contest is, I think we can just go up that alley and kind of peek at what's going on. Okay. Moving back to Liberté and Alexander, what are you guys doing after the end of the performance. Are you hanging around? Are you leaving? What are you guys doing? As far as you know, Jacques is passed out upstairs. What condition, what, what condition are you in after the performance? Uh, he's not looking to, to fly. Did he give me a share of the money? <laughs> um, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll give you 10 gold because you helped. More than satisfactory. Uh, <laughs> what can I say? Overcompensate. Okay, so let, let's keep let we can keep the conversation probably short. Uh, Alexander, what do you want to do? Damn it! Um, damn, but I have to rhyme. Uh... Okay, I'll make it easy on you. Um, you can either go upstairs and do your cutting. Or you can come with me to see how things went at Thea's stall. Uh, I'll gesture for him to lead the way to um, the door. So. Okay, so we're going to go look for Thea's stall. Okay. The conversation with Arjun took a while, so you guys will have a little bit of time. You head out east. There are still a number of stalls that are open. However, some look to have closed for the day. Okay, I'd like to look and see if we can figure out if there's a woodcarver stall someplace. Alright, make a perception check. Uh, for both of us? Yeah, we're both looking, right? Sure. You got a 13? Oh, that's for the advantage, my bad. Uh, 15 was the first one there. It does not take long for you all to find a woodcarver's stall. It looks like an individual who is beginning to close up for the evening, as at this point the sun is about to go completely down. You performed a little bit before sunset, Alexander. And the individual is kind of putting some stuff in bags, putting stuff away, pulling down a sign, just preparing to close up for the evening, presumably to come back in the morning. And it is dark, so Alexander, you cannot see very well, but you can leave your Hello, excuse me. Yes, yes. Uh, how can I help you? 
You wouldn't by chance be Thea, are you? I most certainly am. Uh, I saw some of your handiwork at the uh, the Hungry Halfling. Uh, Brienne, the uh, owner of the establishment, uh, said she'd bought some rings from you. Oh, you talked to Brienne, did you? <laughs> Lovely little lass. I love that girl. Yes, she did buy a couple of rings earlier today. So, uh, I was very curious. Uh... I enjoyed the handiwork. Um, is wooden jewelry something that you make often? I, I, I usually make it every year for the festival. And sell, about, sell it out, you know, and try to make a little bit extra money. Woodworking isn't uh, too, too profitable all the time. Ebbs and flows, so you got to augment it where you can. I want to insight check that. She said she makes it every year. Go ahead, make an insight check. Natural 20. We always get them when they don't matter. She is telling the truth. Okay. Um, I don't know. I think that uh, I think that's a big answer. I think that's a big piece of information. Um, tell me, I've seen some other people around town uh, wearing wooden jewelry. Are you the only one who makes it? As far as I know, I'm, I think I'm the only one who, who is selling wooden jewelry. I'm, I haven't really seen anybody else's, but then again, I've been here most of the day, so if someone's selling, I haven't really seen it. Well, you own an establishment in this town, yes? Hi, hi. Are, are there other uh, wood carvers who uh, specialize in uh, small carved woods? Y yes, yes, there's, there's a couple of us, I think. Uh, I know you're closing up, but can I take a quick look at your wares? Sure, sure. I'm not, I'm not going to stop a sale if you're interested. And and she actually pulls out a, a couple of things and puts them back on the table. And uh, you do see what look to be uh, rings similar to what uh, Brianna had had. And then you see beaded necklaces with actual beads on them. And then bracelets and it's not just a single wooden band there appears to be three separate wooden bands that intertwine and connect into one bracelet that oh, okay. you can kind of clip on and off so it's not like a slip on slip off deal okay uh what color are the beads on the necklaces the beads on the necklaces vary some are you know a single color like all green or all red others vary from greens to oranges to blacks it's all over the place no, no pattern. Are, are they painted wooden beads? You pick one up and inspect it? Yeah, I, I want to pick one up, preferably that has purple beads. Okay, you pick one up, investigate it. Yeah, the, this looks like painted wood. Okay. Um, How big are these necklaces? I mean, are they kind of thing that's tight to the throat or do they hang down? There's variations. Some seem to be tighter. Some seem to be more loose fit. There's also variations for you, what seem to be younger kids versus more adult. But there seems to be less of the kids' ones left. I'd like to, to see if I could find um, one with purple beads that isn't tight to the neck, but also isn't going to fly all over the place if I were running. Yeah, there's, there's one there. Okay. Uh, how much is this one? That, that's a really nice one. I'm particularly proud of that one. Uh, that'll only run you two silver. 
But you're about to close up. Isn't there some kind of uh, late night discount? Make a persuasion check. Uh, 20 total. Fair enough. Give it to you for one. Okay, I will take it. Pleasure doing business with you. How about you, sir? Mr. Longhair, you want anything? No, I'm good. Uh, I'm not really much of a much of a fan of the wood. <laughs> oh, you're not a fan of the wood, are you? And she pointedly looks you up and down. Look, I, I don't really know know if I should, but uh, as from what I can see, your wares seem to be quite good. I'll take the compliment. I might want to take a look at your other handiwork uh, after the festival. Uh, can you give me an idea of where your shop is? Oh, I, I'm on the west end of town. There's kind of a, a little tea section, and it goes into an alleyway. There's a, a red bit brick building on the left hand. I'm on the right. Um, it's kind of grayish, and she gives you a really distinct description. Okay, because I think we found it before, but I think we kind of got turned around, so I'm hoping now I have a better idea of where it is. The name of her establishment is the Wobbling Rocking Horse. I know, I know, I get made fun of it for all the time. People say it's a bad superstitious thing to have a name that talks about bad product, but <laughs> pish on that. Uh, I um, don't know what a rocking horse is. You've never seen a rocking horse? Uh, no, I... Why would you want the horse that rocks? Did you simply spring into adulthood? You never were a little kid. I assume I was. It's a little wooden horse. It goes back and forth. She's genuinely confused, and she's like mimicking a rocking horse motion in her seat. I'm. I. My face is expressionless. Each is their own, I suppose. Well, uh, if there isn't anything else I can interest you in, it's... I'll go ahead and finish packing up. Uh, yes, uh, that that is it. Uh, a pleasure doing business with you. Of course. If you change your mind, I'll be back here tomorrow morning. Okay, and we leave. All right. You have successfully found Fia, who, for the record, is... A young adult, halfling, probably about Ginny's age, red hair, curly, goes down over her shoulders, nice big white teeth, bright smile when she's staring at you. I gotta add that necklace to my stuff. Yes, you do. And it took us like four episodes to find this person after knowing about them for three, so... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm just happy because it's it's the first episode Libertes cared about this quest. Succeeds instantly. It's the first time <laughs> I've, I've I've had him like jump in, <laughs> and then we finally I know, it's just luck. Yeah, I I I will say that was a pretty clutch natural twenty roll. Yeah, yeah. I'm, well, so 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 she makes so just kind of to recap for ourselves here, she makes them every year. She said so. We found somebody who had the jewelry made by her, and as far as we can tell, it looks like it really was made by her. Um, 
And if she did steal them, then she put an awful lot of work into carving her name into them and staining them. Does my does the necklace I bought have the initials too? You look it over, and it does. I mean, Alexander, I have to say that uh, I, I don't know that... We don't have a single lead as far as thinking that someone actually took these things. Are we sure that she didn't just lose them? I mean... gets me every time. Every time I try and rhyme, I'm like, that doesn't rhyme. Um, I'll just shrug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they they had they had told me that they would want to go talk to uh, I can never remember exactly what his name is. Arjan. Uh, so I think we'd head over near the general store and see if we can find our party. As you and Alexander are walking back in from the stall, you are walking past the hungry halfling, and that is when you pass or run into both Vesper and Taz. So you reconnect outside of the hungry halfling. Uh, how did you make out with Jenny? Well, apparently Jacques upset her terribly because she heard his comments about worthless prizes uh, which insulted her livelihood and her craft so she left the contest before it was over and before we even had a chance to see her you do not even remember her being there during the dance contest oh yeah sorry Vernon was the MC yep he was not supposed to be the MC. Right, I had noticed that, I guess, in secret, so you guys didn't know that. Um, uh, so the Alexander's performance went excellently, of course, because we are winners. And uh, afterward, uh, we checked out uh, Thea's stall and we ran into her. Uh, she told me that she makes the jewelry for her stall every year. She makes it herself. Uh, I've never believed someone so much in my life. Uh, and I bought this from her. And I'll show them the necklace. It looked like the type who would need to steal. She was fairly well-dressed. You know, shop owner well-presenting herself for customers. Right, that, that's the impression I got. Uh, no, uh, and... She seemed quite nice as well. Um, I had had no reason whatsoever to distrust her. Um, if we can find Ginny, we can compare the rings and the necklace and see if she has any recollection of maybe making something similar. But I got to say, at this point, uh, the dead end of the carvers and my impression of Thea... I'm starting to think that there's something that Jenny isn't telling us. Why would she lie? I don't have a clue, but why would she get so upset when she made wooden jewelry prizes and people have spent multiple hours trying to find them for her and we get frustrated and she's going to get upset and uh, run off? 
You weren't there when Jacques started yelling, were you? He's very upset. He, look how upset he is. He's, he's been uh, upstairs. He drunk himself into a stupor and passed out over this. True, but he what he said wasn't really nice, and she seemed like a very sensitive person. Well, to be honest, he seems very sensitive, too. It's true, but when you have two sensitive people together, it doesn't go well. I'm just saying that if we find her, she should talk to us. Okay. I won't accept that she'll, she'll have us waste our time and then not help us finish this off. Because we can't lose. Well... <laughs> We'll, we'll have to tread a little lightly with her, especially if this really did upset her. So let's hmm, let's maybe let or let's let's see if the silver tongue devil can come back tomorrow without having to speak in rhymes. Well, we're not going to find Ginny at night and probably not a good idea to confront her at night. Oh, that scare her beyond belief. Don't do that. Vesper and I did manage to talk to Arjan, but probably best not to talk about things here on the street where we could be overheard. How late is it? It's around nine or ten. How long would it take to walk to Jenny's shop? Across town, maybe 20 minutes. What else are we going to do tonight? We can at least try. It's not like it's midnight. I, I don't think you understand. We have... Look at this from her perspective. If we just barrel into her place and ask her, like, and almost... Well, Vesper, you we could lead with apology and doing it without Jacques. At night? With us, might Well... But if we have Jacques with us... I don't know if re-entering Jacques into the equation is a smart idea. Oh, it's definitely not. That's why I was trying to say we, we could take advantage of the fact that he is still passed out and not with us. And, and none, of us, none of us said anything to her. It's true. But it's just... I am... I will come if you guys decide to go. I think Liberté is on a mission, so... Oh yeah, I'm going either way. Okay, so best to help temper that, Vesper. Um, so let's... Let's accompany, and let's go find Ginny. Team, you have to understand, we are on a roll. First, we, we defeated the Crowscare, and then we came back and we succeeded at telling our story and we got the bonus. And then we won the maze and then we won the dance contest and we won Alexander's uh, performance tonight. We're on the roll, we can't possibly fail. Just as a point of correction, and this is in character, I won the maze. Not we won the maze, I won the maze. Well, we're a team. Okay. I mean, technically speaking, I think Alexander cheated. Vesper, you lost the maze. I lost. I will admit that. I'm not afraid of losing. 
let's let's go find Ginny and see if we can't wrap up. So head west. Over here. Yes. Liberty even like met Ginny yet? I was there the very first time we talked to her when we found the cloth and everything, but was very disinterested the entire time. You all spend the next 20 or so minutes passing through town. As you pass the main square, you do hear loud, raucous cheering. Drink, drink, drink! As the drinking contest is still going on. Like, kind of grimace. Just like, yeah, it reminds you of Jacques a little bit. You pass the trading post, Alchemical Infusions, the guardhouse, mayor's office, and head down into the rows of shops. And you eventually do come outside of Ginny's shop. What's her shop called? Uh, the Crazed Carver. I thought I'd heard that before, but we got so... Yeah, that that is what Vernon said during the competition, that it was sponsored by the Crazed Carp. And we, did we determine that it's it's with two Ks? No, it's two Cs. Two Cs? Mm-hmm. You, you get there and you see the name on the... Right, yeah, show. that's... Okay, uh, does it look open or closed? The shop is dark. Is it a one-story shop, or is there something above it? It is a multi, multi-story building. You're not sure what's above it. Maybe she lives above her shop? There appears to be some light above it, but you're not sure whether it's just, you know, an individual or if it's actually Ginny, you don't know. Are there lots of people around? Wait, wait, wait. I have a solution. If, if it's within 30 feet of where I'm standing, since I know Ginny, I can use my awakened mind and tell her that we're here outside the shop. If she's not there, it doesn't work. You can communicate telepathically with any creature you can see within 30 feet oh. of you. Okay, I'll cast message then. <laughs> you point your finger toward a creature within range, and you said it's just got to be a 90 degree angle, so I can just point at the building. Yeah, that's, that's not hard. Um, Jenny, we need to speak with you outside. I don't think I know if she heard me or not, though. <laughs> so, so if she's not there, I wouldn't have any clue. No, you don't know. Who is this? What do you want? Oh, she responded. Okay. Guys, she responded. She said, uh, what do you want? Uh... Who is this? What do you want? Oh, okay. Uh, where are the people looking for your jewelry? Why are you here? Uh, because we've spent significant time looking for your jewelry. There's a half pause. I'm not sure why it, and then it cuts off. I'm not sure why it, and that's it. Because she only gets six seconds. <laughs> she took too long. Uh, please just come out and talk to us. 
Make a persuasion check through the message spell. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Aha! 21! Okay. That's pretty persuasive. You say this, you don't get a response, and you are kind of upset about it for a minute. And then the folks with dark vision, so everybody but Alexander, see movement in one of the windows above. And eventually you hear and the window opens. And you see Ginny poke her head out. And Alexander, you can see her too. Uh, how does she look? Make a perception check. Can anyone? Or just... Liberty. Sure, and anyone can make it if they want. I- I'll make it. Next combat, I'm gonna roll terrible because I've been having a pretty good night. Sixteen. I got an eleven. Or. <laughs> Vesper's gonna have a great next combat because she's been <laughs> terrible all night. Are you, are you getting in on this, Alexander? I'm not doing it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's. Uh, lantern light, so you can see generally, you just can't see into buildings very well. Alright. You're not blind, so. Do you want me to go with disadvantage or just normal? No, for, for this it's normal. You're not you're not trying to look into something. No, well, don't worry about it. Um, that's a natural one. <laughs> Alexander is thinking about his wounds and how awkward his performance was this evening. It was great. <laughs> Liberté and Vesper, there's like a, a bar in the way, so you can't really make out anything. Taz, you can see that she, her eyes are a little puffy, some dark spots, and she looks to be in some sort of uh, sleeping cap. And they're like, we're right next up to her, right? Or like near her? No, she's on the second floor. Oh, she's looking out the window? She's about ten feet up on the second floor, sorry. She's up, up above you all, looking down onto the street where you guys are. Oh, okay. All right. Your assumption that she lives above her shop was correct. Jenny, it is my understanding that uh, one of our friends who is not here right now uh, insulted your handiwork. Um, I want you to know that uh, he didn't mean it, and uh, none of us uh, believe what he said either. He was very frustrated because you need to understand... We've put a lot of effort into trying to find your missing wares, and it has grown quite frustrating because the road has been hard. Um, but at this point, I just have to say that uh, you should tell us everything you know about what happened to your jewelry, uh, including uh, any guess you think that, that might have happened to your things, even if you'd rather not say so. And I'm casting suggestion. Oh, Oh, right. My my jaw drops, but I don't say anything. Okay. What is the DC? Uh, 13. That's a fail. Now, is, is there a... Let me read suggestion again real quick. Is there a limit on how much you can suggest to them? Because that was a lot. <laughs> Um, well, so the, the first part of that was not me casting it. It was just kind oh, of talking okay. for a while. Got the, it. It's, it's limited to a sentence or two. So what I said was, um, 
you you should tell us everything you know about your missing wares, including any guesses, even if you'd rather not say. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. But I think I think she's if if it is something she'd rather not say, I think it's within the spell that she could invite us in or something. If she doesn't want to shout it from the second floor. So go ahead and put a persuasion check in with that too. Sure. For the first bit of what you said. Uh persuasion. Uh I got an eight. So it's a little bit more the spell doing the work than your words. And she says, well, you're darn right that what he said didn't make me feel good. Shouted it out in front of an entire square full of people. And I didn't very much appreciate it. As, as far as the jewelry goes, I really don't know why you all are still hung up on it. The kids are already gone. They've already danced. There's, there's no more competition to hand them out for. I don't know who took them. But what I told you in the square is, is what I know. I was working on stage. I had them in a box. And then I got caught up. Didn't have them near me. They were out of sight. And the next moment I checked on them, they were all gone. And the whole box was taken, not just the contents? Correct. Every, the locks they were in, everything was taken. Ginny, we apologize if our questioning and pursuit or continued pursuit of this is hurting you or causing sadness in you. Some of us don't like losing. And then I turn and glance at Liberté. And some of us just want to really help, even if, you know, that, that help is no longer wanted. And then I turn and look at Vesper. If, if you truly don't want us to pursue this, we won't. But know that from all of us, you know, we apologize on behalf of our compatriot and um, wish that this could have had a better outcome. I, I wish it had a better outcome too, but it didn't. It doesn't matter to me if you keep going or not. I don't care. It's over. It's done with. Midsummer Festival's gone. Autumn One will be here in a few months. It is what it is. I take one of the rings and toss it up to her. Okay. She catches it. Does that look like one of yours? She looks it over. No. I think these... These are... She looks on the inside. Yes, these are Thea's. Yeah. These are well made. She did a good job. And you're sure it's not one of yours? She gives a little one of those laughs where you're crying and it comes out as like a kind of almost like a hiccup. 
<laughs> uh, no, unfortunately. Mine were not near as good of quality as these. These are incredibly smooth, well-polished. Mine were much more rough and coarse. If, just hypothetically speaking, Ginny, as a craftsman, uh, because this is something that I think we're all out of our depths, if, say, somebody gave Thea your prizes, would she have had time to improve them, stamp them, stain them, and then sell them? Or would this have, given the volume, would this have taken her too much time so that these are definitively Thea's? Are you suggesting that Thea stole them? Thea stole my prizes? No, it could be that she was given them by somebody else and didn't know they were yours? I don't, I don't know. Even if she didn't change them, I mean, if you're trying to sell something and someone else is giving the same thing away as prizes, you have a motive to get rid of the prizes. Well, I mean, I, I can see your point. However, it's not like uh, we were giving them away willy-nilly to anybody who wanted them. They were only for, for the little kids when they competed in the dance contest. To answer your first question, some of them maybe, but not the whole lot. This would have taken a lot of time to get through all of them, have them stained and looking polished. No, that would have taken at least a week, if not more. Did you do the same thing last year? What do you mean? Did you did you make jewelry as prices? Uh, no, I I didn't I didn't sponsor the stage last year. Actually, I was in Thea's shoes last year. I was selling my wares on the outside, and she was on the stage. We trade off, you know. Well, we don't really trade off. One of us, you know, gets invited to be the sponsor for the dancing stage, and we actually build the stage ourselves. And that's kind of you know our thing. Hey, we build things at our store and. Come, come by from us. Uh, it still could be her. Uh. What's your relationship like? Do you like each other? Well, I, I kind of mentioned this before. I mean, we're not great friends. I, I like to think that, that we get along. I mean, I'm closer with other people, but I, I don't think she doesn't like me. Do your businesses directly compete or do you each would work in a different sort of area uh, or specialty rather we do kind of unfortunately compete for the same areas we we are better at some things than others you know my my rocking chairs tend to be better than hers which i know kind of gives her a little bit of a guile but uh it is what it is you know she does better with the furniture than i do Everybody around here likes all their things rocking. 
look quizzically at Liebertang. What? I still don't know what that means. Give me a break. She makes better furniture than I do, and we, we each have our strengths. It, it, it's not something that, you know, I, I'm angry with before. We, you know, we, we're each owning a business in a town. Guys, satisfied? Yeah, but now I'm frustrated. That's the opposite of satisfied. All right, uh, go to sleep. I I don't know. Yes, Ginny. Again, thank you, and our apologies if we do find something in the morning or this evening. We'll let you know. But uh, again, our our best wishes to you, and again, our apologies for our comrade Will. Try to teach him a little bit more. You know, either self-control or manners, however you want to look at it. It's just very tired and frustrated. He deserves it. Well, good night to the lot of you. And she closes the window. Night. Uh, where's Thea's house or shop? Across the street. Okay. Same thing. Message bell. Thea! You wait a minute, there is no response. Alright, she didn't respond. Who wants to go in there? What if she's not in there? Great. What if she's on her way back from her stall? I'll stand out here and give a warning. Alexander, you use your hat. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up. What? What are we? What are we doing? We're trying to see if the box of of jewelry has been across the street from Jenny this whole time. Is there any windows that look like they could be pried open, or any windows that look easy to get into if I could get up to them? Go ahead and make an investigation check. God, I'm doing this to myself. I swear, if the jewelry's been across the street this whole time, just gonna break in. Oh. You said you believed this woman. Not going to break anything. Yeah, I believed her that she says she makes it every year, but Jenny just confirmed the same thing. And Thea is profiting by having this jewelry available when her rival does not. When her rival, who they alternate every year on the sponsoring the stage, blew it this year. He wasn't selling the jewelry. It was a prize. No, but but little girls that are given it free are not going to go and buy jewelry from a stand if they've gotten it for free. Guess? I mean, it, it, from a motive standpoint, there is not anyone else who could possibly have a motive to steal a box of wooden jewelry. Unless they were just being a dick. Well, then we'll never catch him if that's if that's the case. Alexander, you look over the windows and you do not find an easy way to break in, unfortunately. I mean, uh, Vesper, it's fine if 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 you don't want to do this, then it's over. We're we're done looking for this jewelry. 
because there is no next step. There is one. What's that? I, I could cast Detect Thoughts on Thea and if successful, read her mind. But it didn't work on Stefan. Doesn't work all the time. And she would definitely know that somebody was trying to cast a spell on her. Although, if we had a certain gold dragonborn appear and then the spell was cast and then the dragonborn disappears we could blame the dragonborn but is it worth it is it worth the risk is it worth it I think going to prison is the worst loss of them all would mean we would need a dragonborn to appear. Or we do it where she's alone and can't really see me. Taz, as a note, for Detect Thoughts, if you are successful, you don't get to pick the topic that you learn about. You learn about something that's prominent in her mind. Right, somebody would have to be talking to her about right, it. Right, you would need to have to bring up that topic while that is occurring. Yep. Okay. Just making sure you're aware. So what do we think? Because I swear to God, uh, actually I should say, I swear to Lyra, if they're in there and we don't look. How would you know they're in there? Unless we read her mind, apparently. If if we look around in there, it seems like it should be pretty easy to find. She, the, the, these are unrefined wooden jewelries. They 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 they're raw carved, and that's it. She, Thea, shouldn't have anything like that in there. Okay, so just to establish what we're what you want to do, we get in there, we look for it. If it's not there, we leave. Correct. Oh yes, all I care about is winning. This seems very stupid. If we don't go, we will never know. Ah, see? He gets it. He kind of looks like he's almost dead. I don't know if I trust him. Yes, but... In the state that he's But he's rhyming now. He's learned. He's trying not to die. Um... (laughs) Trying not to die. (laughs) (sighs) I... I don't have the ability other than brute force to get into her doors. I don't know. Alexander, can you pick a lock? Can anybody pick a lock? I can. You can? So Liberté does not make a lot of facial expressions. His jaw drops. I can. I just need some tools for it. Oh. Uh, what do I have? Let me look. I don't think I have anything. <laughs> it's really too bad that we haven't been in a general store in a while. <laughs> I mean, that's not something I usually have 
On me. Lock pick K. Don't make it a habit. We can make either. Though I do have an awful. Can I just check the door to see if it's open? Yeah, you go up to the door. It's locked. Shocker. But I'd feel really bad if we didn't try it. <laughs> <laughs> like, imagine going through all the effort to unlock it, and then it's like, it's unlocked, guys. Come on. Um. <laughs> okay. Mage Hand. Mage Hand does not require... Special Floating Hand appears at a point you choose within range. The hand lasts for the duration, vanishes if it's ever more than 30 feet away from you. I can just cast it on the other side of the door, right? Mm, I believe so. Well, it depends upon, I guess, what kind of lock you can use the hand to do a deadbolt. You don't know what kind of lock is over there. That's, that's the problem. It could need a key from either side. There is a keyhole in the door, for the record. Okay. Well, I'd, I'd, like, to, I'd like to give it a shot. Okay. Um, b before I do that, let's look around and see if there's like a back door or something. We're out in the street. I guess I'll go to the sort of the end of the... I guess I don't... It's right there. I guess I'd go out to here just to see if there's any guards or any people seeing if Ginny or Thea herself is coming home. Okay, make a perception check. Ten. You do see people walking by every now and then. You're not in one of the main thoroughfares for the festival. Also, it's getting later, so things are starting to die down in the more residential areas. You don't see Thea coming home necessarily. From what Liberté, or I'm sorry, yeah, Liberté and Alexander said, they met her out on the east side of town right before they met you outside of the Hungry Halfling. So, and, and that she was packing up. So, it would stand to reason that if she's coming straight home, she would likely be back soon. But you don't see her at this point. And there is an alley that goes behind this row of houses. So you could check if you want. My thought would be that she might have gone to the festival since she was working all day. Yeah, we just don't know. So do you want to check the back door or do you just want to use Mage Hand on the front door? Uh, we can just, if, if, if there's no one like around in this moment, we can give it a shot and it's the kind of thing I'll know in 10 seconds whether or not it works. So yeah, I do it. Go for it. Okay. Make a perception check with disadvantage to try to find a lock or a latch or something with your mage hand. Ah, uh, garbage. Three. You spend about 20 seconds or so reaching around with your mage hand and you don't find anything. Okay. Oh, that didn't work. Try the back door to look for one. I'm going to run around and see if there is a back door. Okay. Vesper jogs around back. There is a back door. 
Is it locked? Solid? Yes, it is solid, much like the front, and it is locked as well. Give that one a try, and I'll stand out front in case Thea comes home. How does the alley look in terms of other people? There isn't anybody in the alley. It's much more likely that someone walks by out front, and there have been a few people that have walked past you all as you were discussing, but no one that really took an entrance an interest in what you were doing I guess I'll take a shot at the back door then I mean maybe we could give the door a bending if anyone has a cantrip for mending uh I think which I do eh? okay what's the parameters on that Bell repairs a single break or tear in an object you touch. Oh, it's not going to work on a door we got to kick in. it work on a window? Single break or tear. That sounds like multiple breaks if you break a window, right? Mm. Like, it would probably shatter. Correct. Yeah, so just a broken chain link or two halves of a broken key. Yeah, this this ain't that. I mean, we could unhinge the door and then just, like, break the hinges on it and then mend them. As long as the break or tear is no longer, no larger than one foot in any dimension. So we, we could smash a one-by-one one spot of the door... Think that'll work? Like if you kick right at the handle? Hmm. I do have an axe. Well, I don't know how risky it. I don't know how risky it even is. Taz said there's no prison. Well, no, there's. I apologize, Liberté. There's a jail, not a prison. But, um, and apparently they don't treat their prisoners all that well. Um, but we're committing a crime that actually seems worse than the crime we're investigating. Okay, uh, let's wait a while for her to come home. You can try your mind-reasoning thing, and if that doesn't work, we get at it tomorrow. Well, I mean, it's it's been done. It's been fun, but I I'm pretty sure for this one I'm done. So I'll just move away from this situation because I feel like we're going to break into a house for no reason, so. Alexander, did you see my whisper? I did. Uh, so Alexander does have a line. We finally found it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. As you all begin to slowly and nonchalantly step away from Thea's house and workshop, we'll go ahead and end there and pick up at that spot next week. Or two weeks. So not... We're not going to bed yet. We're going to start at night. Well, you can. If you guys want to just go straight back to the Hungry Halfling and go to sleep, you can. Or if there's other things you want to do, you can do that too. 
I I would like Alexander to do that. To go to sleep? Yeah. I was just thinking it, it'll be easier to, to bring Jacques right in at the beginning of the next session, if that's what we do. We can do that if you want. Is everybody all right with that? I'm okay with that. Yep, sure. I, I want to stop rhyming. I learned the lesson with the cards, and I will never do it again. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lie. That's fine. You all make your way back through the town, weaving in and out of individuals, passing some drunken individuals who are staggering away from where the drinking contest was. The crowd from that is seeming to disperse. The contest has ended. You all enter the Hungry Halfling, head up to your rooms. Before we do, I I, I, I just turn to Liberté and, and say, you've been uncharacteristically hung up on winning today and a bit more aggressive than I've ever seen you. Are, are you feeling okay? I'm perfectly fine. I believe him. I, I'm like still here, so... Make an insight check. Didn't he like pull a card earlier? Did he? When did he do that? Yes, doesn't know that. <laughs> he doesn't. And <laughs> he seems to be fine. Vesper, you have only been with this party for two days. Like this is the fifth session, I think, that that this group has been <laughs> together. It has been literally two days. Everything that's happened has happened over two days. We've we've almost got that much real time into it. Uh, so, so Vesper, did you say that out loud? Uh, yeah. So, and you guys mentioned that someone's personality changed. I did actually mention that in front of Vesper. Liberté, you didn't... Did you pull... Do you not normally like this? No. He's yes. Not. He's really not, and I'm sorry it took me so long to realize that. I thought this was some quirk that I was not aware of until today. Did either of you see the card that he pulled? Liberté, can you describe the card that you pulled? Who didn't tell us? Uh, I don't remember how that went down. Um, I looked at it. I don't think I showed it to anyone. No, you did not show it. I didn't show it. Um, I also don't remember what it looked like, but... Oh... So, Liberté, when Gothrak pulled his card, he changed. You remember that, correct? Uh, I think the canon is that Liberté didn't notice. You didn't notice that Gothrak turned into a gentleman and was polite. I remember that, that Liberté felt really weird about that whole thing. And then even when he was being polite, he tried to rush downstairs despite the fact that Liberté had just gone over a plan. Um, and he still tried to kill me. <laughs> I guess he was more polite? 
He, he tried to kill you after when the card effects wore off. But when, when Gothrak pulled the card, it was a rather elemental look of... Oh, no. A... That's a three on the damage because I didn't run. Sorry, continue. Oops. Oh, God. Um, we're going to be dragging his limp body back to the hungry half. Like, um, but so it was a, uh, a fire into lava, into water, causing steam, sort of in a, a cycle and a very elemental kind of card. Was that the one that you pulled? Uh, I think so. Okay, so that explains your unusual behavior, but we still don't actually know in what respect. For Gothrak, it made him calmer, and he wanted more of that. He was more polite. Listen, if I have suffered any kind of behavioral changes... We can talk about it tomorrow, because right now I'm very tired, and we've got a long day of finishing our victory in this investigation tomorrow. Okay. So, with that, I think it's a good idea if somebody tonight keeps their high on Liberté, and we go to sleep. I, I was not aware that he was acting any differently from normal. Nope, because you've only been with this group for two days. Legitimately thought this was his personality. Wait, Cat, Cat thought that? <laughs> really? Yeah, I thought it was like, oh, this is just his quirk. Like, oh, I, God, I wasn't aware no, of it. No, no. no, and it, it took me a... I realized it, but then I was like, I totally forgot about the card until then had the reminder, and it's like... Yeah, he's not really objective-oriented, and th this whole jewelry thing, he's been completely disinterested in it since we started it. So you all make your way upstairs to your beds. Are we keeping the same arrangements as last time? Yeah, I think well, I'm with Taz. Yep. And Alexander was shocked. Go off to my bachelorette pad. Yep. And you all drift off to sleep. Vesper, did you want to pat Alexander on the back before bed? Oh, yeah. I'll slap him on the back. Five points. I'm going to say no to free HP. Vesper gives you a slap on the back. Good night. Not a hug or a kiss, but a slap on the back. I'll turn to her and I'll say, ow. And then I lose three of it. <laughs> oh, wait, why did I do that? Um. <laughs> oh, I just gave you more. <laughs> and you all go to sleep, and that's where we'll pick up next week.